Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? This is a this is perfectly weird. This is what we're always going for. Is the, the kind of episode you can't quite put your finger on why it's so weird, but it's also so so enjoyable. Me and Wayne Fetterman. Uh, let's get right to it. Uh, for anything Pete Holmes show related, go to PeteHolmes.com. Uh, please watch the show Midnight After Conan on TBS Monday through Thursday, and uh, YouMadeItWeird.com. I haven't plugged that in a while. We just uh, re-upped on a lot of the T-shirts and stickers and stuff. So go to YouMadeItWeird.com to support the show. Today's uh, episode is brought to you by Squarespace. We know this. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a professional website, blog, portfolio, or online store. Squarespace is constantly updating their platform with new features, new designs, and more support. They have beautiful designs to start with and tons of style options you can adjust so you can really create your own space online. Squarespace takes care of hosting, SEO, and even makes sure your site automatically looks great on any device. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you want some help, Squarespace has an amazing support team that works 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It starts at just 8 bucks a month and includes a domain name if you sign up for one year. So for a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on all new accounts, go to squarespace.com slash weird. All right, guys, speaking of weird, we're about to make it weird with Wayne Fetterman. Oh, one more quick plug. A favorite guest and one of my favorite comedians uh, from this show, Todd Glass. His book is now available for pre-order at amazon.com. It's called The Todd Glass Situation. Check it out. That is, that's just friends helping friends right there. But, I mean, he's so funny. You, you help yourself and get the Todd Glass situation. Amazon. Oh, I am excited. What is all of that? Oh, it's here. Not there. What? Interesting. You're sitting here. Oh, you thought I'd sit here? Yeah. No, man, I kitty corner. Why? Okay, I got I got angle. I, well, I got to angle. <laughs> you know, no one ever angles. This is it. We've started, I assume. <laughs> you can angle. I'm impressed by your angling. I actually think that's a good performer's instinct. Yeah, I was like, why wouldn't you sit opposite? Well, like because you're playing checkers or chess or something like oh, that. Oh, because then there's so much more table in between. All right, but uh, but the, now that I'm backing up from you a little bit, I yeah, can't but be, most I, people, no one does I, that. I can't be that close to you. Yeah, I, well, I, now I'm I'm taking back my compliment. <laughs> Take it back. Of your performance instinct. Now you're crossing your legs. You're putting all this distance. You also put your drink right between us. Uh, Look well, where let me my drinks this. are. Right over here. Well, this is my first. First of all, I didn't know. I don't mean to start on such a negative note. All right. I feel bad as the host. I should make. Hello, Feddies. Look, you put your hat it's here. It's uncomfortable. I'm just getting situated. <laughs> just getting situated It's here. just water, Katie. All right. So I have my drink. Chipotle. Yes, I, must, I think calling sunset, Chipotle this, Chipotle is still yeah, okay. Uh, the uh, the one on Sunset Boulevard. Are you familiar with it? No, it's about three blocks from this nerd melt <laughs> emporium. I don't buy. You it. know, there's a school now. There's a is nerd, there? There's a nerd school. Yeah, I just walked by it. And there's the, a school. Yeah, there's people taking classes right now in sketch writing. No, that's smart. Why am you saying no? Because, come on. <laughs> Why would I be making that up? No, I wouldn't think you would make it up. It's just interesting to watch this establishment grow so much. I know. And you were there right from the beginning. Kind of, yeah. Were you with the first Nerd Melt show? 
No, I did shows here before it was the Nerd Melt. You're pre Nerd Melt. Pre Nerd Melt. What was it called then? I don't know. It was just they were like, you do, don't know. Do a weird, yeah, do a weird show in like an art space. I did the show down there where there's a show right now. Yeah, that's where. All right. I don't understand. Was it a stand-up show? Yeah, it was a stand-up show. Okay, so that's your definition of a weird show. And it was show. terrible. Well, I mean, it was it was a weird show in that it was lightly attended, and you know, there no none of the other comics I knew, none of the other comics on the show did I know, is what I mean. <laughs> that's what made it weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now okay. there's now there's an open mic happening. Katie, can I get my paper? I need my papers. What is that? What's going to be on your paper? Well, I'm, I can read you another person's paper. No, no, no. I'm curious about. Um, yeah, you, I'm very curious person. Are you? That's my yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite attributes. It is absolutely. I think I have a few of your favorite attributes. Curiosity. Curiosity. Great, be, gratefulness. Can we, can we? Oh God, fatties. That's you my, shouldn't. You shouldn't have this. This distance between us. <laughs> I like this it. physical distance. I like it. Uh, curiosity. Let's start with that one. Then we'll. Yeah. Well, you can tell them all to me. I'll well, write I'm, them down. Well, these are the ones that think you would like. Gratitude is huge with me. Uh, and uh, are you sober? What does that mean? Were you an alcoholic? No. Or no. I guess I should say, are you an alcoholic that no longer drinks? Is that what the? That's what. It oh is? yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah. always an alcoholic. You're always an alcoholic. I, I there are people that I know in my family that I would consider uh, dry drunks. Have you ever heard that term? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's what they mean is like even though you're not drinking, you're still an alcoholic. And those people still need – can still need treatment. You know what I mean? Of course. I, yeah. I, I speak English. Every word you're saying I understand. Yeah, but that's not – Why would you say terms, you know what I mean? Are you – Still need treatment. What what part of that would you think I was baffled by? That you'd be like, oh, do you understand what I'm saying by still need treatment? <laughs> you son of a bitch. I guess I didn't know. My third one is sarcasm. Is it I'm going to write it down. Actually, I think that's a red flag when people say they have sarcasm. Really? I, yeah. Oh, I love it. Let's explore that. No, you can't interview me, Fetties. No, explore that with me. No. Okay. Don't in. Well, people that are really here's here's all I'm going to say, and I bet you'll agree. I don't mean to forecast. Why are You're we have betting? A Why are we betting? Have you that? ever listened to the show before? Yeah, yeah, I've listened. <laughs> then to you this should stuff. know this is how I talk. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to call you on it. I'm I to. but if you call me on it, then I'll just talk like a robot and go sarcasm to me, and then I'll just it won't okay. be my show. I'm backing off. You know, I'm you don't have to back off. I'm backing off. You don't have to back off. Uh, sarcasm to me when people say yeah. they're very sarcastic or it's a specialty of theirs or something, typically that means in my experience they're not funny. Oh, and that's their only vestige of attempt at being funny. Oh, that's interesting. They'll be like, "Oh, Chipotle, that's good for you." Shut oh. up. Oh, I see. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, I look at sarcasm a little differently. I yeah, guess. Yeah, hit it then. But I'll. Uh... No, I I love a good sarcasm. Chelsea Peretti, who hasn't come up on the show in a while, right? Wonderful sarcastic person. I tweeted a link that was youtube.com slash null, like it copied right. wrong, and she replied. She was like. Uh, just a tip, when Null is in the link, it can be a little dicey. Very sarcastic. <laughs> right, 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 and right. I laughed out loud when I read it. So that's good sarcasm. When it's just that negative sarcasm, I, well, tend, I, think, I tend to not like it. I know, because the weird thing is I'm a very optimistic, up guy. Ooh, I'm going to put that down. Yeah, very optimistic, up guy. Yep. And uh, I'm just thinking of Balloon House and the Dead Wife. I don't know what that is. Disney Pixar? Oh, in Up. You're an up guy. Oh, yeah. It I means you have a balloon house and a dead wife. And a voice like Lou Grant. <laughs> is Lou, is Did, he? He was the old guy. Oh, he was? I didn't know that. Would, I like to believe that they're actually those people. <laughs> Who's Lou Grant? He sounds like yeah, a saxophone Ed player. Ed Asner played Lou Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Ed Asner played Lou Grant. You would, if I said the name Lou Grant, you would have no idea I'm what picturing that a saxophone player in New Orleans. Lou Grant. I love it. Who is that? Well, all right, now I feel like... Now a, I'm curious. Uh, no, now I feel like a 90-year-old. There was a show called The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Yeah, great show. <laughs> Never watched it. <laughs> okay. But I'm aware that it's a great you're show. A, you're aware that other people think Katie it's a great is, show. Katie is way younger than me, and she knows who, what this is. Yeah. And so do hundreds of thousands of people listening right no, now. No, but it's, it's curious, again... Back to my number one, curious to me that you wouldn't even know. I love your curiosity. Yeah. I seriously do. What a great thing. Yeah. Can I throw something at you? Well, yeah. Let's skip over the Lou Grant part and okay, go right go. to it. <laughs> Have you listened to the show before? Yes, I know you jump around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. Nope. I am ready for it. No, no. I'm, I'm ready to do it your way. Tell me who Lou Grant is, and I'll write down the other thing. I'm ready. He was just the character that Ed Asner played on one. I think he won Emmys, and then there was a spinoff, a show called Guess What, The Lou Grant Show. <laughs> also starring Ed Asner. That's, Ed Asner. That's really what he's known Who for. Who is then the man in Up? The old man in Up. The old yeah. man. The lead. Uh, I love that, that movie. Um, so if you want to talk about Up, we can. Talk can about I tell up. you? I had a kind of an existential crisis watching that movie. Great. That's perfect. Is that good? What, is there a, a tribal sort of initiation downstairs? See, this is why we sometimes do it in the studio now, because they have, you know, right. butt farts downstairs. The butt fart. That butt didn't fart sound show. like a butt was, fart. That's what it sounds like when I fart. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like it a huge, like a band. bassy band. <laughs> you should, when I take a shit, it sounds like the opening credits of Star Wars. Right. And I like that you have to uh, make it specific that it was a butt fart. A butt fart. Just a fart. Yeah. Which is a word I don't usually say very Fart? often. Fart? Yeah. I don't, I'm one of those. I'll tell you that I've said to my staff uh, at least 10 times, if we're going to make a fart joke, it has to be a great fart joke. Because it comes up a lot. It does. We're actually doing a monologue about how farts are funny. They are. Right. They just are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even because the, the kids laugh at them. Kids laugh. Yeah, so you know. Yeah. Old people laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could fart in another country and people would laugh. But that's what, that's what makes people not like it. You know, you know. I, I just, it has nothing to do with I don't like farts. I don't like saying the word fart. Just the word fart. I don't know. It's for some, one of those words. Are you more of a toot guy? I don't, I don't like the word toot. <laughs> you don't? No, toot, is, oh uh, toot might, might be to me <laughs> as fart as to you. Because yeah, toot sounds like a mom trying to not say, say fart. Say thing, okay. And then I'm like, just say fart. What what is your association with fart? It's not. I don't want to get into it, but it's just. I think it's one of those. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what happened? Uh, I'm trying to. No, there was no traumatic experience. There was. There's nothing there. It's just one of those words. I don't say. I tell you another word. I don't say. Yeah. This is going to be shocking. Yep. I don't say. I'm going to say the word in yeah. the context of I don't say it. Okay. But bitch. Bitch. Don't say it. I like the word bitch. I, well, see, we don't have much in common. Boo, that's not true. <laughs> Curiosity, gratitude, sarcasm I do use. I do like sarcasm. Yes. Good good sarcasm. Good. Just not negative sarcasm. And optimism and an up guy. Yeah. Uh, here's why. Let's talk about bitch. I'd love to talk about that. Oh, right? I love Because I actually that. think the underlying uh, misogynism yes. in, this, in this country and in our comedy vernacular yeah. is a little bit overwhelming. Somebody, we were talking about... Um, Cocksucker. I've I've mm-hmm. tried to stop saying. You tried to st- stop saying that. I tried to stop saying cocksucker. Yeah, because you've been. You know, you're known for saying that. No, I guess I'm known for enjoying swearing. You right. know what I mean. Yeah. And I got cocksucker from David Mamet. Uh, I don't mean to blame David Mamet. I'm just saying I would watch Jack Lemon. There's an older actor. Yes, Jack <laughs> Lemon say I closed the cocksucker. You're talking like, about Glengarry Glenn Ross. Glengarry, my favorite one of my favorite movies. Of That's all my time. favorite Mamet movie. That's my favorite Mamet movie too. I love Mamet. Yeah, well, that's the best one. 
That it movie is fun. I don't even know what my number two is. I like I liked Spanish Prisoner. I liked uh, what's what was the, the other one with one? Joe Montana where he would. There's a, there's one where a, a movie is shot in a small town. They're all good. Yeah, but like Glengarry Glen Ross, I, I've seen it at least fifty times. Like the whole thing, I love it. There's an episode of You Made It Movies where yeah. me and Joe, it's a podcast spinoff from this podcast yeah. where we watch and do commentary, and we loved it so much we want to do another one. Same movie. On the same movie. Same movie, and just talk about it again. It's mind blowing the acting level. It's that. so good. That's what I was meant by mind blowing. I'm just a, you are a different kind of honey. <laughs> get used to it. I, I am getting get, used, get, get, get to, it. used to it. I, I don't come on the show to not learn and adjust and, and grow. <laughs> You're going to have to get used to it. That's, <laughs> that's, so, that's going to be my angle. I love it. You're a new kind of honey. I'm a new kind of honey. Your bees are pollinating like avocados and uh, right. sage. Um, <laughs> you, uh, okay, cocksucker. So, I, so let's I, go back to bitch. Well, let me say what I'm going to say yes. about Cocksucker because I think you'll like it. Sorry to interrupt. I know no, no, this no. is your first time. <laughs> There's that honey again. <laughs> See? Yeah. No, I'm getting it. Does it feel negative? I'm getting it. it sort of, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. no. All right, all right. It, it feels to me yeah. uh, like cool mint flavor. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's not uh, unpleasantly cold. It's refreshing. It actually is, is waking and me I up. And I feel like I do always aim high with it. You do aim high. Yeah. yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> Thanks for judging it and making me self-conscious. I know. I know. I did do Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Here's cocksucker for you. Yeah. Is that uh, cocksucker, you call a guy a cocksucker. Wait, hold on. There's a... Oh, I'm sorry. A fart downstairs? Yeah, but fart. Did you, like to call, fart. did you like to call them? I don't think they can hear that. If you can't hear it in your earphones, they can't hear it. We can hear it. But there have been episodes where we're like, "What the fuck is going?" And people can't hear it. Okay, they don't. So it'll, it'll I will. Be. I'm going to roll with it. I'm roll with it. Yeah. Roll with it, honey. New honey. <laughs> new. I'm your new honey. New honey. <laughs> I'm a new type of honey. So back to cocksucker. So uh, a, you got uh, it from David Mamet from watching that movie because I just love the power of saying something so inappropriate. It's right. Not, it's not that I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think motherfucker is appropriate. You know what I mean? None of these words are appropriate. All right. They're, but that's what makes them – that's curse. what gives them their power. Yeah, it makes them curse words. Yeah, that's yeah. what makes them curse words. And curse words uh, are a cheap way to elicit a, a response from somebody. Right. It's a cheap way to manipulate you. Like I, when I say fart to you, yeah. that's just as much of a curse. I, I, I've known people that, you know, they don't like quiche or moist. You know what I mean? Right. Or yeah. a panties is a big word that people will not want to hear. I've had a few erotic moments ruined. With, I'm just kidding. That, that is a, just a comedy joke. But the misogyny, because I do want to bring this to bitch and you. Yeah. The misogyny of cocksucker being, uh, in this culture, in our language, yeah. being fucked, be, receiving something is considered bad. Fuck you. You're the one who takes the dick. Right. You're a cocksucker. You're the one who takes the dick. We in this culture value the thing that pitches. Even even uh, homophobic people might right. might be, uh, be caught liking a Facebook meme that says it ain't gay if you're pitching sort of thing. It's gay when you're receiving to some I people. I got it. I got it. I'm saying is but, that because it's more female like? But that's that in li- that in lies the misogyny, and that might bring us to bitch nicely. And I'll tie this up here: is when you call a guy a cocksucker, right. or say fuck you, or uh, go fuck yourself, take in a dick, fuck yourself. Uh, you're you're implying that women, straight women, yeah, most of them are cocksuckers, but it's not bad when they do it, and when you fuck them, it's not bad. But isn't it? Isn't that the undercurrent of misogyny? Oh, you're saying we're this, saying we all women understand. are great. A woman president that could be great, but she's a cocksucker. You know, deep in your brain, 
we want our president to be fucking. This is why not being fucked. You know what I mean? Do you want a president to be a man? You want so the, far, you've been lucky. You, all of them, all 44. That's <laughs> But the thing is, is because he has the dick and the dick does the fucking, and the president fucks the earth. You know what I mean? Fucks the world. You fuck things with the war. You fuck things with the drills. That's what we want. It's a very masculine, traditionally, I'm saying right. in a heteronormative sort of way, yeah. it's traditionally a male thing. I'm sure there are lesbians that fuck the shit out of each other. You understand? But I'm just saying base level... Uh, it's it's associated with men, but then women are are hated. So does that lead us into bitch or is no that... no no? But are you saying that you feel like that word is misogynistic because it's implying? I've that had it's... that explained to me, and because I just explained that to you, I feel yeah. like that's grounds for me to like stop saying it. And I think that would probably be a good step <laughs> for me. To... I, I have given taken a break on saying cocksucker, you but know? you'll still say the b word, bitch to me. And I wonder if this is, uh, uh, I don't know, a different or wrong. <laughs> what I'm saying is I wonder if I'm wrong. But bitch to me is something that we, again, use in that sort of, I don't know. I can't really justify it, but I know that I've, I've used it. You know what I mean? In that sort of like, bitch, like it's funny to me. Like if you did something wrong, but would you ever call someone that? Oh, no. Like, I would call you a bitch in a joking way. Right. Not because you did something uh, effeminate or something. Because of my shirt? Yeah. I, w- oh. I wouldn't call it because of your shirt. Though I think those are classic bitch reasons. Right, right. right. But I, would, I wouldn't shy away from using it, let's say, in a sketch or a character. You know what I mean? You think it's as, worse, as bad as the N-word? Bitch? Yeah. No, obviously. If we were talking about the N-word, I would be saying the N-word. <laughs> but I'm saying bitch. Right, but I feel like they're close. You do? Yeah. Please hit it. I've been talking too much. Um, yeah. that's. that's I mean, I'll, I'm still here with you. I don't mean you have to do it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> in our society, for some reason, the B word, I'm going to use that yeah. because I'm equating them now. Can we? Let's just say bobsled. Okay. So you well, don't have I'm going to say the B word. Um, <laughs> I heard what you said. That's a terrible yes hand. That was a that was a no, and I'll say the b word. Exactly a new a new style. That's a of new improv. new style of improv. <laughs> you settled up. You settled You on set it. up something for me. I squash it. Yeah. And go back to what I was going to say. You studied under Del Far. <laughs> the opposite of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the opposite of Del. <laughs> Mac. Oh, Del's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. You studied under Apple Far. <laughs> <laughs> the, worst, the worst improv teacher, <laughs> Applefar. No, you're right. I didn't mean to impose and fuck you with my comedy dick and in, say you should say bobsled. Right. But it's I, there for you if you want. Okay. All right. I, may, I may go back to that. I like I that. may go back to that. So that's, that's my point is that it's because it's women, no one cares. Because women, there is a slight who cares. They're, they're just Yeah, they're just, they're women. just women. Like who, who would care? Mm. You're talking about women. You're not talking about a race of people. You're just talking about women. Right. And I remember there was a woman activist, again, old-timey. I want to say it might be Angela Davis. Okay. Was she on the Mary Tyler Moore show? She was not on the – she was on Rhoda. (laughs) No, she was (laughs) – no, she was – she was an activist kind of in the 60s, early 70s, Black Panther-esque woman. Mm -hmm. And she said, I've been discriminated way more in my life as a woman than as a black person. Of course. Do you agree with that? 
You think that would be? Oh, yeah. Women yeah. are the victims of. I, this is why huge... I don't say it. Yeah, well, I think You're that's agreeing great. with me. I am agreeing with you. But I just, I just called myself full of shit because I'm like, yeah. I still say motherfucker and I still say bitch. I don't think these things are necessarily good. And, but here's the other thing I don't think it's necessarily great to say goddamn. I just don't like what it invokes. But I say it as characters. You will say, but not – or I, talking about it right now. I tip, I'll also say I, I've lost the whole fear God is like, hey, can you stop saying my name that way? Because he speaks English. Oh, yeah. He yeah, speaks yeah. all of it. He even speaks C-3PO's like weird languages like Ewok and uh, <laughs> okay. Sand Person. I got you. <laughs> Although I can tell you've seen the movie many times. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, <laughs> in my general demeanor. Uh, but um, what, what were you saying? No, I was saying that in a way you're agreeing with them. I am agreeing. That in Here's a way the problem that, that women are more subjugated than a, any specific race. Can I tell you something? And and in and back to what you were saying earlier. Yes. That it's so ingrained that you it's so casual we don't even care. In fact, there's a TV show with it in the title, or I, I think it got canceled. Yeah. But the, wasn't there something like the bitch? In oh, the, the don't trust the bitch in apartment twenty three or whatever. Do you know what department? Don't yeah. trust the B in apartment twenty three. But could you sit if let's put the letter N there? Do you think it, that could ever happen? Is it a Dave Chappelle sketch? Well, maybe. Then yes, you could. Yes. In fact, if that show was still Tell on. Tell me about this guy, Dave Chappelle. Who well, he's, a, he's a, a real up-and-comer. Yeah. He's a bodybuilder, from what I understand. <laughs> David Chappelle. Yeah. David Chappelle. I, I, I one time heard Dave Chappelle on the phone at the height of Chappelle's show, yeah. making a plane ticket reservation, and he was going, Chappelle, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-E. Like, I'm like... You know what I was just going to say? <laughs> Bitch, you on the phone with Dave Chappelle. I was just going to say that. Because I you don't care about God. women. Well, here, here's what I want to say about that. Obviously, I'd like to think it's obvious that I do. Right. Uh, I hope because you want to be known as a sensitive, evolved male. That's w- part of your thing. Right? I would like you to. Care. I would like to be uh, sensitive. Uh, obviously, I would like to be known as one, but I'd actually like to genuinely be one. Here's what I'm going to throw to you, and Let's and do the, it. and the B word argument. See, I'm already mm-hmm. kind yeah. of being converted. I know. Here's the no thing. No bobsled. Here's the thing. You're right. But right? okay, but <laughs> one of the things that is a big part of the human condition. Okay, we're going there. Yeah. Is that there's only so much garbage you can investigate. For example. You're going to throw that cup away, right? The Chipotle cup. The Chipotle cup. What did you call it at the beginning? Chipotle. Chipotle cup. I didn't make that up. A lot of fun dads around right, the world right, right, saying right. Chipotle. Uh, what's another one? It doesn't matter. You're going to throw that away. I yes, mean, sir. Right? Then what? It's going to go. It doesn't disappear. So no. let's investigate garbage. You know what I mean? Literal garbage. We could track that cup. And we could have a 10-minute conversation that would make you absolutely convinced that you should bring a reusable cup to Chipotle every time. It it would just be non-negotiable. It would be completely airtight. That's fucked up. That'll never biodegrade. You know what I mean? Why are you saying that? It's paper. The top. The plastic part and the the straw. Or Or it'll take a very long time. And and paper schmaper. I'm not the guy that can have that conversation. I'm not a great environmentalist myself. Mm Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is there's only so much the human brain seemingly can take. And what am I doing right now? Explain to our listeners. What do you mean? Shaking your head. I'm shaking my head now. You think it's possible to be perfect on every issue? Well, I feel like there's a two separate things. I feel like one of them is the human brain is wide enough to accept that, oh, on a basic level, that women are subjugated. 
to an extent in our culture. And okay. two, like everything you have to do will line up with the most – I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if I agree that – a reusable bottle is better than this. I, I'm not. I know you think it's like that's airtight. Well, we should go to something that I know more about. Right, but like, I like the way you say it with conviction, even though you'll back <laughs> off immediately. <laughs> I told you in the middle of that I'm not the. I'm you're just right, trying right, to use course, what I have in front I, of me. I got what you're, you were saying. I got what <laughs> you were just being a different kind of honey. I'm sorry. No, you I'm weren't sorry. being real. I, I gotta. I gotta I'm, be better at detecting that. Yeah, we could go to. There are a lot of big issues. For example, I'm a big believer that if you investigate how animals are treated, you yeah. wouldn't eat factory farmed meat. Like, you just wouldn't want to do you, it. You'd have to kill your own meat. If you, That would probably be a step in the right direction for sure. But most people know this. Like, if you have a good conversation with a very fervent vegetarian. But I'm saying you're going to the furthest example of someone who has a very specific point of view as if that is a fact. Like... The most fervent vegetarian who believes in non-factory farmer or not killing animals yeah. is like that's the only way to live life, and they have an airtight argument, and you're like, ah, but I don't want to investigate that. I don't know if I agree with somebody who has those specific points of view necessarily is the best for the planet. Let me give you an example. Sure. The human mind. One of the reasons our brain is bigger is because we ate meat. I agree with that. And got and evolved to the point where we realized we probably shouldn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's true. I think meat was a huge part huge of our part evolution. Of, yes, no doubt. But I've heard it summarized, and this isn't even my point. I'm right. not even saying this as someone who doesn't eat meat. But uh, I, I ate meat most of my life. I Are you vegetarian meat. now? Yeah. So oh, I, I didn't know that. I don't eat, yeah, I don't eat meat. Oh, uh, yeah, it makes it a little bit more interesting. Well, that's why I was like, maybe something I could right. explain a little bit better than the cup thing, because right. I'm not a good environmentalist. Of course. But the, with the animal thing, yeah. I think somebody uh, – I heard a great philosopher explain it very simply. Yeah. He was like eating sentient beings that feel fear and pain just because we like the taste of their flesh, even though we don't need to, is completely indefensible. So couldn't you say that animals deserve rights in that extent, that they're citizens of the earth as well? I'm just saying. I look at it more this way. I look at it like – You like bacon. <laughs> and, I, and I like saying bitch. Cool. You know what I'm saying? That's what Two I'm saying. Two B words. When, uh, <laughs> when the brain doesn't have the RAM for it, it or the interest. I think you potentially could be Can an we... enlightened person and not say bitch, which I agree with you, and not eat uh, meat, at least meat that's been abused and is sick and watching its friends die for 20 minutes before it gets the pleasure of being slaughtered and it, you know, up to its knees and blood and all that shit that we know. Right. So – I think you could battle both. I think most people pick about three things to give an actual shit about, and then you get, you get yourself saying bitch. You see? Oh, I got you. Well, I, I don't really look at it, though. Like, if I felt like eating meat was morally wrong, mm. I probably wouldn't do it. I don't think it's anywhere near morally wrong. So that's – but that's one person. Yeah. I, and, and again, obviously, moral is – Subjective, so who knows? It is, but and don't you feel like there is? I feel like, like human beings with these teeth and stuff ate meat. I agree with that. We ate meat, so I feel nobody's like disagreeing with that. Nobody, and so yeah, that the that some the the Tyson people in Arkansas or wherever they are make find those chickens and kill them and do all of that stuff, so I don't have to kill chickens. Or run down a cow and stab it and kill it. And you can got, walk up to a cow. You could just walk because they're very they're stupid. They're idiots. Yeah, you walk up and say, "I'm going to kill you." He's just going to. He doesn't even know English. He's going to eat grass. 
and just like be chomping, but it'll look at me with those sad big eyes, right? I actually see that's the thing is you're talking about the Tyson, and we don't have to talk. We talk about the shit a lot. On you the do? Show. Oh, I don't want to talk. From about time this. to no, we can. I'm just trying to engage in something that I think could be in a similar ballpark of I could show you a 45 minute film in this fake scenario that would make you go what the Tyson people are doing is actually quite fucked up of course you could show a propaganda film on anything I, I could show you that Triumph of the Will that doesn't make that? the Nazis good you could that have was... said Birth of a Nation I would have gotten that <laughs> well, Triumph of the Will Triumph of the Will was a film made by this not this phenomenal filmmaker I know that sounds weird to talk about her Named Lena I've done him. Lena Dunham. And uh called Duskos. And it was just uh, you know, it was those great big Nazi rallies were filmed. Oh, I didn't know in... that was Nazi before I made that Lena Dunham joke. <laughs> so it was a persuasive Nazi film. Yes, it was a propaganda film. So yeah. I'm saying just because you can find a fifteen minute film on animal abuse doesn't mean that's necessary in the same way I can see an ab- abuse of I don't know. The circus, like I've seen that film where they treat the right. elephants horrible. But, but that's, that's also... That doesn't mean that that's all that's happening in circuses. Well, you don't think... I actually would disagree. I think that... Well, maybe there are Mainly circuses. Cirque du Soleil. Uh, is that true? Because <laughs> there's no animals in there. Uh, <laughs> I don't... There are women. It's interesting. You, you think differently than me. And I, I do. And I like I'm that. Very, um, We've had enough of the way I think on this show. I'd, no, I'd, I like the back and forth. No, board. no, me too. Do I seem too antagonistic? No, in fact, I kind of think it's exactly what we need. I've been okay. having a lot of people on the show that just agree with me. No, I will not agree with uh, either one of those. Things. I agree that you've had a lot of people that agree with you, but I don't yeah. agree with any of that stuff. Yeah. You th- that you just could you see a film that offend you that you're necessarily oh that's the truth i'm talking about yeah i suppose but yeah, i'm talking about i feel that. like you're easily manipulated by these films uh probably i am that's something i have but that goes back to my what something that i think if you were to make the list of things that i like about myself oh i wish i had a pen and paper no 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 there's very similar curiosity yeah. gratitude optimism openness but also open-heartedness oh, and open-mindedness that's me but i feel it, like i'm super open-minded i'm not saying you're not Right. But I might be so open-minded to the point where it becomes a handicap. It, it might. Every once in a while, we'll have people on the show. Yeah. And we'll talk, you know, especially about animal stuff, and, and uh, people will start to get concerned. It's actually pretty sweet. The haters of some of the things I say are actually pretty sweet about it. And they're right. like, we're concerned about Pete, that he's going to be like a Jenny McCarthy uh, <laughs> autism sort of person. Right. Uh, and they're absolutely uh, right to be concerned about it. But I will say this. I, I have a pretty decent system of checks and balances, this show being one of them. I happen to let a lot of people listen to one of them. But I also have therapy. I also have good friends that tell me uh, when I'm full of shit. I hope. Well, I, I'm not going to tell you that you're full of shit. No, no, no. I didn't think you were. Or anything like that. But um, you believe in therapy, huh? You don't believe no, in therapy. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I no. would have been so interested to talk to a man who doesn't believe in therapy. Actually, I've gone a couple times. Was not... Didn't take. Didn't take. Let's. It I'm didn't gonna, take. I'm gonna write, I know. I'm going to write down therapy because I want you to put a pin. First of all, yes. You don't agree with my idea that people can have. I'm only saying three yes. as a pretend number. Three things they can give an actual shit about. I because you you're. In other words, you're saying like, let's go to the Jenny McCarthy example sure. of like, oh, she believes it with all of her heart. Yeah. That uh, these vaccinations, I assume that's her cause. Cause autism, right? yeah. Cause autism, and they're going to have to kill one in every 8,000 kids yep. and all of that. And there's, believe me, there's films, your films, yep. that 
back her up. They can show, you know, that absolutely show that point of view. So I'm just saying that that's what can happen. I don't know what I'm saying. I think I know what you're saying. It's actually what? something that we've talked about on the show a lot is, is I could make a 15, not in a bad way, yeah. something that I think about a lot. Okay. You could make a 15-minute film of Wayne Fetterman that would make everyone hate you. Right. Or make everyone love you. What's happening right now? Are we agreeing on something? We're agreeing on something. All right. And I'm, I'm a little bit troubled by that. I, here's Let me a, just say, the yeah. beginning of the one to make everyone hate me would be my second Tonight Show. Seth. That would start with that one. <laughs> Ah, well received. That's so great. <laughs> but I do think it's interesting. That's we already got Did six you... minutes right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are only nine minutes to go. And then the, the <laughs> remaining nine is the same set in slow motion. All the dry mouth. I haven't seen it. You bombed your. No, second... I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that would be oh. funny if that was. Would... <laughs> like, I was just thinking, what would be in the Wayne Fetterman, hate Wayne Fetterman? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, Go ahead. But I, so I'm, I guess what I'm saying I is. I think that was the point I wanted to make. That was that mm. your idea of what you think a fact is or what an airtight case is might not be the case. Absolutely. Yeah. I just had that conversation, I'm telling you, with, yesterday with somebody very, very Who? dear to me. Can you say his name? Her? Him? It was a, it was a lady. Oh. Let not, me guess. Not, Can not I guess? Canadian. Sure. Chelsea Peretti. <laughs> L- Louise Tomlinson? <laughs> it's just a guess. Is that you're just picking a That's name? A, those are two names. I don't. That's not even a person. <laughs> it was Louise Tomlinson. <laughs> I can't. Did Katie tell you I no, was hanging out with Louise? No, Tom. I was just. I had. <laughs> but I said to Louise, I was like, you know, when it comes to uh, nutrition, is a big thing that I get very weird about. I I like to think that I keep. Okay, the job of the artist, I think, I is to this. be able to let the line out into the abyss. Mm-hmm. So we're standing at a huge abyss. You let the fishing line into it, and it goes into the weirdest fucking place. Is the kind with the button You can stop it with a button. Is that kind? Because there's the other kind with the finger, and then it clicks over. Ooh, I like the finger click over. Can we do that one? That's like a Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do a Garcia. Okay, okay, yeah. And the skill is, and the job of the artist, is to go into those weird thought places, watch those weird films, and hopefully come back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hopefully come back with your feet... On, on solid ground and go. I, I explored that weird area. Right. This is my problem with all of it. Mm. With I hate, I feel like there might not be absolute truths. I fucking love that. I hate, I hate to say it. So that's my, that's my, I mean, that's a bigger thing. But No, please specifically, explain. Yeah, I feel like there might not be, like, is, is eating meat good or bad? Like, what we were talking about right, earlier. Right. Is uh, recycling good or bad? Everyone thinks it's good, but there's there's another side of that story. Yeah, of course. The 15 minute film that. Right. A 15 minute film that could convince you to stop recycling. Right. I'm is, sure nuclear, there is. is nuclear power good? Because I just saw a film of. 1515. Right. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Not 30 for 30. It's 15 for 15. <laughs> you just saw a film that made you think it was good? No, there was a film about people who are very worried about global warming. Mm. And. Uh, they feel like the the best way to counteract that would be to go really build a lot of nuclear power plants because they don't – it's just steam. There's mm. no CO2. <laughs> so uh, – and these are very kind of lefty kind of guy. And it was like, I thought it was an interesting well, argument. It goes back to that like the, right. e- the egg. And, the egg. And I agree. I've watched You're it. talking about the – in Syracuse or in oh, Albany, no. New York, the club, the theater, <laughs> the egg. no. 
You've never played the egg? No. Do you know, even know about the egg? No, but right. I love it. There's a place in Albany, New York called the egg. Yeah. And it's shaped like an egg. An egg. Yeah, yeah. Like the Globe a... Theater in Stratton upon Avon. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the egg, though, the, the literal. Yeah. <laughs> now I disgust myself. Sometimes. No! I do. Can I tell you something? I disgust myself all the time. Ah, it's the worst. All the time. It's the worst. It is the worst. Right. I, okay, so I, well, we can get to I'm going to write down disgust. Because that's a good one. Yeah. I The egg, and I've watched this through my life yeah. from 35, and I've watched several uh, cycles of this. Eat eggs, don't eat eggs. Eat eggs, yes. don't eat eggs. Eat eggs, don't eat eggs. Great. Right? So we're totally saying it's no all we- eggs. Right. Recycling is eggs. Eating meat is eggs. Believing in God. Is eggs. Yeah. It's all eggs. In a way, I feel like I do live in the gray areas. Can I throw this to you? I no, bet you, you can't. No, you can't. I bet you would know. I like to warn people that I'm about to throw something. <laughs> well, you can warn me, but you literally asked permission, and I didn't grant it to you, and now you're going behind my... Okay. <laughs> I'm violating <laughs> yes, yeah. your verbal contract. <laughs> exactly. You asked. You were like, here's something for you. I'm going <laughs> to... Here's something. I'm not asking. Here's something for you. I'm going to fuck you with this question. I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Going back to what yeah. we were saying earlier. <laughs> right? You, you didn't laugh, and that made me concerned that you were concerned. Um... Is the resolution being okay with no resolution? Because that's something I'm into. Oh. That's what I consider something that comes up on the show a lot, which is transrational. That idea that the answer to the question is there is no answer to the question. And then you don't resolve it, you move past it. And I'm stealing that straight from Richard Rohr, who I love. Richard Rohr. He's a Franciscan priest. A priest? Yeah. Yeah. And he does open mics. How do you know him? Yeah, he just did a killer set downstairs. <laughs> he was like crystal light. Every every powder is light. Right, He's right, working right. on it. Can you write something else down? Just yeah. a little thing because I noticed, and that is self help books. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I love them too. Do you? I, oh. thought, I thought you'd be anti. Interesting. Why would you think that? Look, I know you're optimistic, uh, but I, I feel like you're your own self generating egg theater. I feel oh, really. Like, I feel like you might go. Having talked to you thus far, yeah. I would think if I was like, let's read Unleash the Power Within, you would be like, I don't need Tony Robbins to tell me this or that because there's no absolute truth and you just need to find your own bliss or something. Oh, that's interesting. I I know you're, you're wrong about that because I do know that. I know Awaken the Giant Within. Yeah. Is that one of his? Yeah. Well, I, I Awake, think one's called... Awaken the Giant I think one's called Unleash the, the Giant. Gi- Unleash the Giant. And then one might be called... So at one point, the giant is on a leash. Yeah, and then you, le- you unleash him is it a once ch- he's awake. Once he's awake. Wake him up, <laughs> then unleash him. Right. But you know what? That sounds like a terrible idea, because giants are always, you know... They're so... Punching buildings. Especially when in the morning, when you wake him up. <laughs> and he's used to the right. security of the and leash. The thing, and it feels comfortable, and now all of yeah. a sudden, uh, he's, what he's do I have to do? Too much power. He's got too much responsibility. Like the elephant. He's like, you don't even have to tie him to the post as long as you have the thing around the ankle. And that's why they beat him. Right. Back to full circle. Oh, wow. Thanks for this listening. This has been... <laughs> you made it weird. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So what... I don't even know what our point was. Uh, transrational. We were talking about self-help know. books. Oh, you were talking about trans. I don't know what that word transrational means. Transrational means it, it's possible, and I'm very turned on by this idea. And I guess, I'm not even going to guess. I'm not going to condescend. I and love guess. it. You're learning. I am learning. I'm learning. You have you, are li- you have beautiful limits and boundaries. <laughs> and I'm realizing that I am kind of manipulative in the way that I talk. And that's why I'm a great host. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, transrational is the idea that there could be things that transcend our oh. reason. Oh, okay. And the way our mode of rational thinking, Newtonian sort of post-Newton logic of the way the world is. Right. I don't know could if be I, true. Right. And that's a possibility. That I don't, there really, are I don't really dwell in that world. Yeah, hit me where you I do dwell do. in the science world. Mm. I dwell in rationality. Mm. I dwell in evidence. And I dwell in... I guess those are the the three areas I kind of dwell, and in gray areas. Like I always find there. That's and, interesting. And some people think so of me both. As kind of you a, like both. You like science and gray areas. Yeah, but I feel like science can be a gray area. That's my. That's kind of my point. As opposed to, oh, this is so beyond what we could rationally think of. I don't even want to put my finger on what this could be. It's like no, this is a, a legitimate area of concern that is a, an area of gray. Yes. Whether it's politics, whether it's comedy, right. any of that stuff. Gray areas are great. They're great areas. They're different than gray. Gray, great. They're gray, great. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm interested in that, the scientific approach and looking for evidence. Because you're things. religious. You were religious-based. And now, and now I'm worse. I mean, I, when I was religious, at least I could point exactly to the thing I believed, and you could be like, well, I don't believe that. And now right. I'm a slippery snake. You'll never catch me. Well, let's talk just briefly about let's, religion. Just you briefly. know we do that at the end, but I'm happy to No, do that. I didn't know that. That's the thing. I the, thought you had listened to the show. Not the whole way through. Mm. Not the whole okay. three hours. Mm. I just, just, oh, you, you looked at the screen to see how long it was. Yeah, I saw the three hours. I'm like, is this a mistake? Is there four guests? <laughs> nope. No. it's one guest? And we can talk about God whenever you'd like. Let's do it at the end. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to break the rules. No, it's not a no, it's no rule. Literally, there's a light blinking right over there. (laughs) (laughs) It says, move on. Tell me me what you want to talk about, God. No, I'm saying in my path has been, I was conservative Judaism. I don't know if you know what that is. I think so. It's not It's not. uh, It's in the middle. It's in the middle. It's in the middle. Um, You wore a yarmulke. I wore a yarmulke. But you didn't have. It was bar mitzvah. It was bar mitzvah, the whole thing. You didn't have the strings on your belt. Didn't have the curly cues. And the strings on your belt. The strings on the but that is that's not really on your belt. That's comes. From oh, really? A shawl. That's from a shawl that's oh, your ass. When I was really into punk rock, we used to sag our uh, overall our, our uh, suspenders, so it was similar. Was that the name of your band? Sag your suspenders. <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> it was a salute your swords cover band. We only did the theme song to salute your sword shorts. Uh, I didn't know that that went over the shoulders. I'm embarrassed that you've out religioned me. Yeah, so that's because I, there's religious people in my family. Like, mm-hmm. Very orthodox. You went to Hebrew school? So went to Hebrew school, was bar mitzvahed, um, joined a temple when I moved out here to California, and have since pulled away into the fact where I'm not really religious But much isn't at all. Judaism just a, one of the better ones that's like, we wrestle with it just like, you know, Yeah, Jacob. they wrestle with it, but I, I just, basically I couldn't say in the service what the words were in the, in the book. I was just like, I don't oh, believe Oh, you wouldn't this. repeat it. I just like, well, I would, yeah, I would repeat it. And then one time I was like, oh, what am I actually saying? It's funny. I've had, I had a similar experience in the contemporary Christian church where I was singing songs that I don't believe. Which Same is, exact thing. It is in unison, corporately yeah. reciting something. Right. And I'm like, I think we, forgive me if I've said this before, but there was a song where it was like, I'd give my final breath to know you in your death and resurrection. And I was like, nah, no. I'm good with how things are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to kill myself to know just a hint of uh, Jesus sort of thing. And it was making me vow things that I didn't want to vow. You know what I mean? So we are almost identical in this. Yeah. So I've since become, I would call myself, I went to agnostic, and now I would call myself 
agnostic, leaning atheist, strong. Yep. Not quite atheist because I'm not ready to be like, oh, there's nothing there. But but I think most who, atheists are that way. Atheists that I – this is my understanding of atheism yeah. from a lot of emails and yeah, a lot of yeah, comments yeah. on the show, which I appreciate. Atheists are not saying there definitely isn't anything. They're saying the evidence leans towards there isn't anything. Right. So, and I, then I agree with that. But some of them but, will be more well, adamant. But the atheists that I hang out with are adamant. There's nothing. You might as well be believing in Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny yeah. and whatever kind of condescending way. Yeah. And You're not ready to do that. I'm not ready to do that. But also, this is, again, we're talking about federal gray area. This is where I differ. I am pro-religion. Mm. I feel like overall religion has been a positive force in humanity. Like mm. I would say in 80-20. Okay. Yeah. So whereas my atheist friends are just like, you've got to be kidding. God We're is using, not great. God is not great. Yeah. And not only that, but it's manipulative. It's holding humanity back. It's, keeping, it. it's keeping people but, in their place. Yeah. It's keeping any bad thing you would want to think. Yeah. It's having sex with little boys. It's whatever, yeah. that kind of thing. So that's where, again— you want to know about the the gray area? So that's where I like. I don't know what my percentage is. Really, as a as a spiritual person, I think religion can really fuck us over in big ways. You do, as somebody who was fucked over by it. Even though I'm very grateful for my fucking over, you know what I mean. You I really w- feel like you were effed over. You don't like saying the f word. I say it. I was just doing it. You. <laughs> you really feel like you were fucked over by that. Uh, in my own way. Uh, people know this from the show, but I, I'm just, I was a sweet kid. I still am a sweet kid, I hope. And I really, going back to being persuaded, yeah. Yeah. It, it started as a kid. A grown-up told me, if you're bad and you don't have Christ, you go to hell. And I was like, got it. I think that's a little bit abusive. I think that can be... Oh, uh, looking back. Looking back. Right. I okay. think I would have appreciated someone saying, I believe this. This is what, this right. is what these things say. What do you believe? Rather than just kind of, and my parents were much more that way. They weren't telling me hellfire. Who was this guy? It's, it's like Sunday school people. When people are like, "Oh, he teaches Sunday school," isn't that sweet? I'm like, "No, it's not. It can be quite fucked up." Uh-huh. A lot of people work out their guilt in those free fucking Sunday conference rooms. I'm just sensing a little anger. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- w- I've said this before, but like the people that teach at my at my high school, yeah. used to get picketed because they didn't have master's degrees. But meanwhile, they'd be an amateur just freestyling the Bible lesson at Sunday school, the secrets of the universe. Just kind of freestyling it. Uh, well, you make a good point. You might be turning me more into the Bill Maher camp. You know, uh, Wayne, I do like to, uh, whatever the guest says, sometimes I do like to take the other side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just for fun. You do? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you just help me learn about myself. Sunday school. I'm just writing that down. Because I've said it so many times, I'm going to try and think of another You want to try to not say that again. It's okay. That's an ex- Okay, so just so we're clear, that's an yes, example sir. of something you never want to talk about on this podcast again. No, no, That no, you no. just had with me. No, no, no. To be it's, honest, do you want to know why I really yeah, wrote it down? Because I, I was like, that's worth writing down somewhere. <laughs> it is? As a bit. Oh, as a comedy yeah, bit? Yeah, as a bit, yeah, sure. So that's you fine. glean bits out of this thing? Not often. But I mean, if I'm, here's, you want to know how well, I, I write now? That Sunday school bit comes up. Uh, I'm going to be so proud that I felt like I was part of it in a small way. Well, that's how I write stand-up now is if I know I feel very strongly about something. That's, that's what you want. That's what I want to do. Right. Yeah, not something that, I, none of that was hilarious, but like I knew my, my, I knew my perspective. I knew my point of view. I knew the other side of it. So you, you have your footing. That's where you, oh. Go ahead that and was, cast that. That's very so. curious. I, that was a lesson for me right there. Because <laughs> I just go for things that strike me as funny as opposed to things I feel strongly about. 
That's that might reflect my comedy. Yeah, but you, I think your sense of humor is uh, it, it, sharper in a different way than mine. I might be going for some dumb thing over here. You're looking for jokes, and that's good. I don't know. But that's yeah. a, that, was, that was interesting, though. Who knows? So religion, science. Tra- we were talking about transrational. That's what yeah. made us want to talk about that. But I, I, here, here's – and whenever I talk about this stuff, I'm quoting my friend Rob Bell, who's a pastor, who's just my favorite – one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, he, he talks about the idea that uh, God is like kind of high, hard to pin down. I'm not going to do a good job at explaining this, but I'm going to do my best. In the sense that like you aren't detectable if we looked at your hair or whatever. We could find your DNA, but we wouldn't find like Wayne. you. Yeah. We wouldn't find your consciousness. And we're looking for it. And maybe we will find something in the gray matter that we're like, this is your consciousness. You know, because I've often thought about, it, like, where does that live? Right. Similarly. Well, but even where does, like, your memory of you going to Sunday school? Yeah. Where, where is Where do that? you think that is? Do you think it's in electricity? Do you think it's in gray area? Do you think it's in liquid in there in your yeah. brain? It's a big clusterfuck for me it to is? think about that. Just I li- where, I mean, specifically, where is that memory? Right. And as long as you have... Like broad but engaging questions like that. Yeah. Mine is always, "What is this?" When people are like, "I don't believe in God," I'm like, "What just said that to me?" Right. You right, know right, what I mean? Right. Of course. People going around like it's bullshit. It's childish. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of laugh because I'm looking at them at the same as me. I got you. I got you. In the same time, time space, we're all colors and lights and carbon and sound. And you're like, <laughs> it's all bullshit. I'm like. Who is saying that? Who is hearing it? That's a good point. And what is this? That's that's why I'll that's, good. that's a bit. Write that down. Uh... Write that down as a bit. God damn, that's a Sunday school thing. Who is that? Is... <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, <laughs> you're just making... Yeah, you're a carbon organism saying this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is all bullshit. Like right. Right. I've tried to talk about that on Spinning stage. on a dot in the middle of right. uh... a marble in the ocean. <laughs> Less than a marble yeah, in an yeah, ocean. Yeah. A marble in a, 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 a infinite ocean. of sand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, in 50 oceans. Yeah. <laughs> or a, a hundred. Th- oh, I'm out of my depth. Yeah. But yeah, the, I, I've talked about that That's on stage funny. before. That's the funny. idea that you're it analyzing it. Right. We can't get outside of it. Quantum theory can do a great job. You want to talk about faith. I actually really think it's a beautiful faith. The type of faith that, and we're going to get a strength theorist on the show. I'm trying to get Brian Green on the show, so right. please forgive me. I'm not good at this, but he is, and he'll talk about it. But the idea that like we can hypothesize based on what we know and the math of the universe, what and, that, and math is is perfect in, right. in certain ways to a certain extent. Uh, again, I'm out of my depth, but we we can't leave where we are to look at it from the outside. So we're in a snow globe counting snowflakes. I've, I've said that before. That that's one of the reasons why science leaves me cold because I'm just like we're in a globe. That's all. That's all I'm thinking. I got you. I got you. I mean, I, I, I'm not really. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I don't yeah. want to go back and forth on this. I'd rather go to other topics on my on that list. What else do you have? Let's go self. No, we but we just covered what I think about God. You, we only covered that you grew up religious. Yeah, that was enough. You want to make me cry? What are you trying to do? I here? do want to make you cry. <laughs> you that would be do? great for What's ratings. We haven't had someone cry. In What's a long going time. on here? Well, so you didn't want to. Rec- I think that's a very uh, righteous reason to leave a church. Any uh, good rabbi would applaud you for doing that. No, not there. It's the whole. Anyway, I'm wrestling. I'm wrestling with it. But again, I still come from a place of, and I know you're going to just of like, I, when I look back at the history of humanity, yeah, I feel like. 
Yeah, I feel like it was a very civilizing is swath yeah. through it was religion, as well as oppressive. Is this sort of like a... Uh, I never know how to talk about this with the right respect because yeah. I'm a goy. But right. is it like a Holocaust thing? There's a lot of people that talked about their faith carrying them through the Holocaust. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I remember during the Holocaust that I was, I was just doing, I was just starting out doing comedy back then. So it was. <laughs> so oh my God, there's jokes, but I can't make any. I know, of them. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> but it was, I can't. Neither of us can make any of the jokes. Well, you can, you can, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I'm loath to speak for other people. Like I think that's like a, like a kind of a oh, core I, thing with me. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how people got through it or didn't get through it. Right. Or, uh, you know, there was a book I read. I think the guy's name was Viktor Frankl, who was a psychiatrist who was uh, during the Holocaust. And his book is just so terrifying about humanity. Mm. And, and it's so, it's like the depths of what was happening and yet the humanity of the situation. And he was like optimistic when he came out of it. And it's, it's Wait, is that? Maybe I'm thinking of another Is book. Is that the book? I get that. Like, there's two books I get mixed up. There's one that I'm always being recommended. I think I actually own it, and I haven't read it. And it was a Holocaust survivor. And then he, he writes about... Uh, it might be Viktor Frankl. Can you Google that name, Katie, please? Um, yeah. So you're still wrestling with it. Is, is that because you wouldn't want your parents to necessarily, or your family to necessarily know? I'm, I mean, there's a, no, no, no. I mean, I think they, they kind of know. And I do a few things with the family. Just, you do Rosh Hashanah recently? I, I'll do a Rosh Hashanah, but I won't. I mean, the only thing I really do is I don't eat on Yom Kippur, which uh-huh. is the holiest day of the year. Yeah. And that's the only, that's my not, but that's just out of tradition and I'm always trying to lose weight. Donut holiest. Exactly. You're, you're, in, you're maintaining Judaism for weight reduction. <laughs> exactly. It's just like it's a program. But you'll do that. There's a lot of non-religious uh, Muslims, I'm sure, that you know, take it easy on Ramadan. You know, what, I'm not even trying to be funny. Right. I, it's hard to First opt of all, out of that. Yeah, I don't make fun of any Muslims. I feel like they have a uh, – I don't. I feel like they have the shortest fuse of anyone. <laughs> Any of the religions. I, I get nervous. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I get nervous when I make fun of any religion, to be honest. Not even make fun, but even just discuss But it. you know you're going to have a fatwa. You yeah. know what that is? Yes, I do. Yeah. I don't Th- I mean, that's, that's happened to an author. Yeah. Yeah. Salmon. Yeah, Salmon Old Rush. Sally did. Rush. Uh, Sally Rush. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> next thing you know, it's like, there's a, they want to kill him. Yeah. No, we don't want that. We do not want that. So can you tell me, um, so you're still searching, you're still wrestling, so you're still open to the gray area of it. You, you enjoy science, as do I. I, I love I, it. I enjoy love that it. stuff. Love it, love um, it. You lean towards the possibility of something. Right. If you want to know my overall philosophy, yeah. political and social, sure. but not religious, I can tell you that. Like socio, like your human, t- human area. My human, human thing is... I'm human. Love. Uh, there's a book written by a guy. I'm going to blank on his name. But, uh, Matt Ridley, called the Rational Optimist, and that's me. Okay, hit it. This is the Rational Optimist. Boom. The Rational Optimist believes that human beings, the store, the evolution of humanity continues to get better. That we live a better life than we did 100 years ago, much better than we did 500 years ago, and almost mm-hmm. ridiculously different. Than 2,000 years ago. Yeah, we're like gods to them now. 
We live better than kings. Did. Yeah, absolutely. We did a monologue about that. Called, you did. We're everyday pharaohs. Yeah, yeah. When exactly. you send food back because it's cold, <laughs> you just did something a pharaoh couldn't have done. Of course. They're like, this is all there is. That's what the rational optimist is. <laughs> okay. But how did we get there is like sort of the story of humanity. Like how did we get to where the normal person can drive around in a, in a chariot? Yep. A horseless chariot. That's more powerful than any chariot that any king ever had in the history of. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the, the or that you could fly to England for four hundred dollars, right? Yeah, I saw in, in hours. Yeah, 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 in a number of hours. Like, You'll how leave. did we get? What happened with humanity? What did happen? Things go well. No, this no. is what it is. Ideas have sex. Ideas have sex. Yeah. Now we're in you made it weird territory. Yeah. <laughs> ideas have sex. Okay. So the more you cross pollinate ideas and specialize. The more wealth is created and the more ideas and the more humanity is lifted up. The rising tide. The rising tide. Of, but it all has to do with free trade. It all has to do with, like, people trading ideas. So, so you, the Internet is, is really helping this. Oh, my God. It's, it's – it's, it's, uh, what's the word for it? Accelerating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everyone keeps thinking, like, oh, when they were, like, they were running out of whale oil in the, the late 1800s. And, like, well, that's going to be the end of heating lamps, and there's not going to be any of that. It's like, right. oh, guess what? There's oil out of the ground. We did that. Right. So there's always going to be new ways to discover oil, electricity. Or I a assume- new planet at some point. I mean, they just found that. A new planet. That Earth-like planet. Slightly bigger. Slightly bigger. Could sustain life. How far away? We, ha- we can't see it. It's that far away. Can't see it with our eye. I only saw a painting of it. NASA's Instagram posted like an artist's rendering. It was a computer rendering. A computer or like a, one of those courtroom artists? <laughs> they, only, they couldn't take photos in the room with the planet. So someone had to sketch the planet very quickly. Very and it's bigger than Earth. So it was very tricky. And he only had a minute. So he just drew a circle. Go in and there and just take it out. He, it was so big he didn't know he was looking at it. Uh, but I don't know. There, that's always that thought that, like, you know, I, I worry about the the sun burning out. I worry about it, every, it will. everyone going, and it will. It will. That I, is, I worry about when the sun will burn out. In those bill, it's several billion, tens of billions of years away. Right? And then we have, but then you know, other things could happen to the planet. So the idea that we would move to another planet, or that we would be able to inhabit something other than these bodies, Boom. like that new movie, Transcendence. Is that what that's about? Yeah, I, I know the yeah. transcendent man, the idea that we upload our consciousness into. Yeah, yeah, that's what the, I believe. That's what the, it's getting bad reviews. So I don't want to. Jay Depp, man. He's I know. so beloved, but he keeps. Johnny D. It doesn't matter. He can make the worst pieces of shit in the world. But Johnny Depp in a movie about transcendence and, and the, uh, the singularity yeah. couldn't be more up my so alley. So you know Roy, Ray Kurzweil. Yeah, Kurzweil, keyboards. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Predicted the internet as a child. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in, just an example. But anyway, that's that's the idea of the rational optimist. Okay. The things are getting better. The uh, Even the average human being on on the planet Earth lives a better life today than they did even 30 years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. I've noticed that before. Uh, as but a, a lot of people don't agree with that. They're like, oh, it's never been worse. We're, the water's more polluted. We're about to die from all the plastic or there's can there's more cancer and it's like exactly the opposite exactly the opposite like we live longer better lives than anyone who's ever lived on the planet right isn't the- and our grandchildren are look back at us and like ah, oh, those poor guys 
suckers. Yeah. I sometimes <laughs> think about that. That's what you do. I, well, I think about what are they going to have that they're just like, I can't believe. I think 3D printing and the idea of material coming to your house very, very quickly. More than Amazon delivering yeah. it. We wait overnight for something to come on Amazon. <laughs> but they already have that in, in parts of Japan where Amazon will, will like drone it? drone it to you. Yeah. I don't know if it's by drone. I think it might just be some overworked guy. We'll get it to you the day you order. And he has a droney kind of voice. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, "Hello, oh, oh, please you? sign here." This Are you a robot? This, no, I'm it's my Japanese. My <laughs> Japanese voice. <laughs> a lot of listeners were like, "Please don't do a stereotypical Japanese voice," and we didn't. We didn't. We did a robot voice. We did a worse, which is kind of now worse. you wish we had. <laughs> We've done a Mickey Rooney version. Yeah, there you go. From with a the I know that I know that one. You do. I know that one because of the movie Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. I think it had a uh, racist Japanese oh, it did? movie in it. Yeah. Because he was in the theater and he was like sad. And I remember it was sad. <laughs> that was a good movie when I was a kid. So, all right, we're in science. So and that's you're what, so optimist. That's, so that's what it, so a lot it sounds, of, that's why I'm A, optimistic. Well, first of all, I'm optimistic because I was born at this time. Mm. I can't believe I got to be alive at this time great. in this country. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, I feel like I'm a lottery winner. Yeah. I do. And you're a tall white male. I mean, I, but I. It's exactly. It's true. not fair. That's exactly true. It's not fair. It's not. I'm fair. not saying it's fair. I agree with you. It's not fair. It's yeah. it's the Louis C.K. bit. It's just like enjoy it while it lasts. We right, right. It's gonna change, but uh, you you did win a certain lottery, and you're you feel the same way. I do. This is the most tricky thing to talk about in Be- the world because you feel like you're bragging. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't want to condone it. You know what I mean. Oh, I see. Let's just say that there's apartments in Boston. I'm from Boston, a very very repressed place. Uh, There's apartments. You're from. Let me guess where you're from, just based on your demeanor. Yeah, your hands. It's not a very oppressed place, but it has some. Roxbury. You're from Roxbury. I'm from Mattapan. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Mattapan's like Roxbury. Uh, (laughs) I'm from Lexington, which is a very suburb suburb. And uh, the the idea that. And again, this makes me feel ill, but the idea that somebody would rent an apartment to me. We joke, me and Kumail, one of my best friends. Yes. When I was walking around Los Feliz looking for Whatever happened to him? What's, what's going on with him? Uh, it's so sad. I really thought he was good. Uh, I really thought he was great. good. He was great. I really thought he had a good thing going. Me and Kumail were walking. Tough business. <laughs> you will admit it's a tough business. It's a tough business. <laughs> I think he's doing okay. It's the, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for him. For him, yeah, yeah. Great show, by the way. Silicon <laughs> yeah. Valley yes, yeah. legit good. Oh, we're really good. We're talking about it today. I watched both new episodes last night. Enjoyed it more than Mad Men, which is almost sacrilege to me. I love I like I the love subtlety of it. I like subtle humor. It's so funny. Let's keep going. Okay, Let's, so yeah. Kumail and I are walking around uh, Los Feliz, and I would call uh, the realtor, or right. the, the owner of the building, potentially, mm-hmm. or a realtor. And you'd get, you always have to leave, leave a voicemail. And I'd always be like, hello, this is uh, Peter Holmes. I'm interested in the property I saw on 2227 Los Feliz Boulevard. Please give me a call back at your earliest convenience, blah, 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 blah. And I'd hang up and Kumail would go, hello, I'm white. I'm white. I'm white. Give me a call back. White. That's what he would say. That's and, what he and would have a good laugh. But he, he's not wrong. I'm not saying it's right, but right. I'm sounding very white. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, you... Particularly. Uh, I don't, again, I don't know how to talk about this. With, uh, I'm yeah. so afraid of being offensive. But, of course, of course. But it is something that I, I, 
that I don't. Well, it's interesting that I left that out. You said it, and then I, I agreed. You on it. Well, I agreed with it, but I had to whisper it <laughs> <laughs> over a microphone recorded for eternity. But going back to a, or until the Earth explodes. Well, we'll upload this. In I'll fact, right. in that transcendent consciousness, uh, they'll this. take these episodes of this podcast. What and number they will... of podcast is this? Mm. What, are we in the two hundred? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, we are. Yeah, like. Oh, two something. Two oh six, the early two hundred. Would you say I'm the two hundred sixth funniest person you've met? Is that how you're it's doing? Funny it? that you say that because as an optimist, <laughs> I wouldn't think you would say that. I remember Neil Brennan told me he wouldn't do Marin because Marin was on like episode two, blah blah blah, and he was like, "Do you think I'm the two hundred? <laughs> oh, he did. Th- Same kind of thing. I then referenced other people who had done it. As if that's how it was. Of course. I was making a joke. No, I know you're making yeah, a joke. Yeah. He, I don't think he was, though. Really? <laughs> He's since done, Marin, so it's not, yeah, I'm not, yeah. like, shitting on him, of course. But the thing is, is I, I ran into you at the yeah. at the MTV blah, blah, award, and then we were just We've like, talked about We've this. wanted to do it for a yeah. long time. Yeah. But every time, just, it's been because I ran into you. It was at the improv, and then we emailed back and forth. It didn't right. work out. And then it was at the MTV thing. That's how I booked the show. By running into people. Exclusively. I love it. Sometimes people email and be like, I'm trying to promote this or whatever. Sometimes we'll bend a rule for that. But for the most part, it's like... That's your rule. You see somebody in life. That's how you do it, man. Okay. I didn't know. That's how you do it. No, no, no. I'm I'm applauding the way I do it. Saying like, that's the way you do it, man. Because like you have to surrender to the idea that the show wants to be something. That your life wants to be something. And the people that are supposed to... not Not in a metaphysical or even spiritual way. But like you, Wayne Fetterman, were supposed to do this. A long time. But you're doing it today. And here are the things I'm thinking about today. Yeah. And here's the conversation we're having today. I, I am a believer that this is when it's supposed to happen because it's happening. Not because it's going well, but because it's happening. Do you believe in fate? I don't think about those things. I really don't. <laughs> you mean the word fate? Fate, free will, that sort of stuff, predestination. It does, it's never concerned me because what's the difference? I kind of take a Buddhist philosophy. You do. Can you change it? Then don't worry. Can you not change it? Then don't worry. I can't. I'm stuck in it. I'm in the movie. Time is a flat circle. All right. Easy. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. I'm in it, baby. <laughs> I get it. All we can do is do as good as we can. All right. That's true. That is, that is true. But as an optimist, you just said something that confused me. Yeah. What was it? Um, just now, you said... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was another topic. That's so because I was so mesmerized by when you went off on that crazy run of yours <laughs> and started using language that I'm not really familiar with, but uh, sounds. Well, that last one was a true detective, uh, like, and an oh, over and an overused one at that. Yeah, I think there's far better quotes than that one. Ah, that's interesting. I don't. I don't remember. I don't. Re- do you want to try to recreate? Yeah, we can do it. I bet we, we can. can. Let's try to recreate. We it. were talking about uh, uh, white. Rat, rat white. Right. It was and after that, right? We were talking about uh, white privilege, feeling right. uncomfortable. And then you were saying the idea that you get to be alive at this time feels like you've won a, a lottery. Yeah. No, not I think a, that's, that was it. And think, that, you felt, was the opposite of optimistic? No, I can't remember what you said that wasn't optimistic. Oh, this is going to be good. Mm. Well, we can't listen. I know, because it's being recorded right now. Exactly. And also... <laughs> Because part of what you were saying was like, go with the flow. Go with what it is. Yeah, yeah. you got to go. Oh, ran, ran into me. Was it that? Was it? I ran into you at the M- MTV thing. I ran into you at the improv. I'm a big believer that that's how you should that's book sad. the show. That's sad. It is sad. It doesn't matter. I've never had so few things fall by the wayside. Oh. Was it something about Kumail? Was it something about Neil? 
Neil. I'm doing the 206. Oh, we're talking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I and that's saying, the show. I wish the you, show ended right then. <laughs> you say it. Just click. That, like uh, a headphone. <laughs> you know, and that's the, the dial tone. Yeah, yeah, and that then, would be great. <laughs> you saying, do you think you're the 206th funniest person? I know you were kidding. Of course. But, I actually thought it was a funny original idea, but I never knew someone actually thought about that. But it's interesting going to your thoughts and going to optimism and the benefits yeah. of optimism. When you do allow the, and I'm not saying you, I'm yeah. just saying if you did actually think that, right? And here you were being wrong. I'm a big believer in like just assume in your favor. Someone didn't text you back. Just assume in your favor. There's no harm in going like. Maybe they're out of the country. Right. You know what I mean? Well, there's a book. Let's go to self-help books because this ties right in. One of my favorites of the new ones is called The Four Agreements. Yeah. I I got it. I haven't read it. Do you want to know what they are? I'd I'd love to hear it again. I know I've been told it, but I want to hear it. Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, Wayne. It's it's one of the- Sam. Okay. Don't yell at me. (laughs) That's the first thing. Fetties. Do not yell at me. (laughs) Uh, Let me guess what they are. Yes. Having heard them- This is great. Maybe I've heard them, maybe I haven't, okay. but I certainly don't remember. First of all, you already said that you have heard them. But I have. You, that's true, but I don't know if that's true. You don't know because if you I remember them. them. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember the Neil Brennan thing from yeah, two minutes ago. One. Uh, oh, I, I do remember one. Don't take anything personally. Exactly. That is one of them. Two. Love yourself. No. Three. Have good thoughts. <laughs> For I like when you give exercise. up, so you do it, and then you won't even try. <laughs> I know what was happening. I there. did fail. I failed. I did remember one. Don't take anything personally. Right. So that's one of them. And the other one is don't assume. Mm. That's great. Yeah. That's one of the interesting things, one of the more interesting spiritual things that I've learned and right. see coming up again and again. Right. Is what, things aren't what they see. When we see things, you're having a memory of your association with them. Of course, them. of course. So, but you're being polluted with too many false things. Like, I see you, and I see your shirt, right. and maybe some somebody attacked me in that shirt, or some I saw a jerk in that shirt. Maybe I think that you're a jerk then. You know what I mean? But I'm not ah. actually seeing you. Oh, I'm, I see. I'm seeing the past. I'm seeing a story that I tell myself, quoting her. Uh, keep going. Four agreements. So those what, don't assume was the other thing was like what you were saying don't assume that right. just because you're the two hundred six that means anything right right so that's that's part of my and then it doesn't it doesn't so it why doesn't. not just of course of course live comfortably in the because I'm a comedian I like oh to... I didn't mean you yes I mean we should all just be like you can go like here's something that I've been thinking about recently for example uh, a waitress that I think doesn't like me yeah. Was a good microcosm for because of your voice, the annoying voice, the laughing. <laughs> the, Dial tone. The, the goofy face. Yeah, the, the goofy open. <laughs> the goofy face yeah. with the lesbian you, face. The lesbian face, and yeah. you don't, and you breathe through your mouth. Mouth breathing lesbian face. <laughs> the lesbian face, right? You son of a bitch. See, I say son of a bitch. He's not okay with that. Well, you don't care about women. That's all we learned. You don't really care about the oppression of women. That's something I care about. Maybe me not caring will be good for me. Like, they'll be like, oh, he's a bad boy. Right. Let's widen it out. Because you've already <laughs> totally monopolized the uh, choir boy. Yeah. What do you say in your camp counselor? Yeah, camp counselor, youth pastor. Youth pastor. Why not yeah. just be like a misogynist? Yeah. <laughs> and also, I hate the ladies. <laughs> 
God, that, somebody's going to isolate just that clip and be like, Holmes hates the, <laughs> the ladies. ladies. I don't hate the ladies. I hate the ladies. I don't hate the ladies. Uh, what were we saying, though? Oh, so somebody's face. This is okay? something you've been thinking about. Yeah. Somebody's face. Yeah. Often we're looking for cues whether or not someone likes you. And I know you like to be liked. I do, I do like being liked. Yes. By the way their eyes are, the way they speak to you, the way their body is, all this uh-huh. sort of stuff. So a waitress came up to me and she was – it's my regular waitress at this place I go to a lot. And You she, won't say the name of the – It was Little Dom's. Who cares? Oh, I know that place. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, I do know. So Durian is her name. <laughs> oh, it's not Louise – Whatever. Tom Tomlinson. Tom, Tom <laughs> she uh, she came up to the table and she she didn't have that usual bubbliness. Right. This is mid meal. She had already been quite bubbly, and then I remember interpreting that as oh she hates me. I've done something wrong. She asked me how something was. I started backtracking. I'm like she asked me how this salad was. I said it was okay because okay. it was just okay. It was a new salad. And I was like it's okay. And she and I was like shit. Now she doesn't like me. But the truth is, and I realized this in the moment and let it go, was that like I've been I've been a waiter before. Who knows what just happened to her at another table? But we're so self centered and stupid and simple. Similarly, there's people in my life, right. forget waitresses, that I go that person hates me because they're this way, this way, this way, and this way. It's just an unfamiliar way of being. I absorb love in a certain way, but that doesn't mean I'm not receiving it from this person who is. Giving it in a different way. Like Chelsea, who gives me endless shit. I, she right, won't right. want me to say it. I yeah. know she loves me. And all she does is give me shit. You know what I mean? So it, it was just... But a, I bet it's to make you laugh. And it is to make me yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. of course. Exactly. Of course. That's uh, a way of showing it. Well, that's the number one or one of the four is like, don't assume. Yeah. Don't assume and don't take it personally. Yeah. What the, that righteous face that affected you in that way, and I'm... So glad that you're in your head while you're trying to eat lunch. That's a good sign. It's dinner, but oh, it was dinner. Yeah, oh, it was a dinner sorry. meal. Okay, then you're allowed to be <laughs> in your head, as opposed to being in the moment. Yeah, uh, I like that. Don't assume, but we're assuming all the time. Oh, it's so it's so powerful. These four little agreements. They seem simple. Yeah, difficult. Yeah, difficult. Uh, yeah. Don't and don't take it personal. We it take almost so, so much stuff personally. Right. Even when I sat down today, and you were like, "Why is your legs crossed?" or anything yeah, like that. I took it personal. Or you were just – I can't tell if you were just riffing of just what you were no, seeing. but all of my jokes – that's why when I was like you made the joke about being a yeah. or third – are rooted in some sort of truth. Good. You backed away from me and you crossed your legs and I was like, oh, Wayne doesn't trust me. That's interesting. You would assume that yeah, but like, and take it personally as opposed to maybe Wayne's comfortable sitting that way. Exactly. And in that instance, God, I my, my brain had two choices. I could have gone – Wayne likes sitting that way, <laughs> or, or Wayne doesn't trust me and is putting up barriers against me. Wayne is thinking about me and putting up a barrier against me, despite me, not despite me, but to put something between us and to thwart me in my attempts to make him cry about his Judeo upbringing. It's interesting. Again, why did you turn away from Yahweh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. G slash D, let's talk about it. Uh, you're funny. I like the way your mind works. Well, tell me. I like the way your mind works. So taking things personally, do you, did that open up something in your mind? A little bit. I mean, it's I'm on a self-improvement my whole life. Yeah. Like, I'm still trying to improve. Can't stop absorbing it. Me too. Cannot stop trying it. to get better. But you know what, Wayne? Ever since I was in high school, I started, and it's been going since then. Me too. Really? No fooling. I remember When being... I was in high school is when you started. <laughs> do you I... listen to anything I'm saying? <laughs> Are you just getting the next... Wayne, <laughs> I just remember very early on being like, there's a thing called self-help 
that you right. can do. It's one of the reasons I'm interested in religion and one of the reasons why you might even cling to it is this idea that is there a way to better yourself? Because when you were talking about the atheist, it's like you might as well pray to Santa Claus. Here's one of the things I've discovered. Ritual and prayer are two things that we're hungry for, even if it is baloney pajoni. That's why we get, like, uh, your lucky bottle cap. I'm watching Cheers. Uh, he, uh, Sam has a lucky bottle cap. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. At a certain extent, this is one of Tony Robbins' things, is having some sort of higher power, having something outside of yourself, whether you call that destiny, whether yeah. you call it the universe, whether you call oh. it cu- humanity. Or a bottle cap. Or a bottle cap. Yeah. I would say it, it doesn't matter. I've actually, in my own life, tried meditating on different things. This is going to sound a little strange, but I don't necessarily pray. Oh, wait. You do TM, right? I do TM. I also just freestyle different. I, I think TM and all that stuff is just to open up a toolbox that's already in your brain that you can then mix and match what works for you. And one of the things that I find is gratitude uh, meditation. When you just meditate on what you're grateful for, that'll get you deeper if really? Because that's, that's my style. I don't. I can't do TM, but uh, I bet you can. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be contradictory. I bet you could. Well, that would be an easy bet for me to win, <laughs> right? True we, enough. Because you would just be like, I could do this, or I could get <laughs> or that just 50K. take fifty k. Fifty thousand. Yeah, I, I really. Oh, went TBS I, has I, been I, good to you. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I had this briefcase. It has fifty thousand in it. I just didn't know what to do. I was wondering what was in that briefcase. Well, it's, it's handcuffed to my foot. Well, it's foot cuffed to my hand. It's foot cuffed to your hand. <laughs> to my foot. Your foot cuff to your foot. Yeah, yeah, it's foot cuff. FC yeah, to my I, I noticed when you came in with it. So that's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, in cash. I can't. I can't open it. So if you can open it, you're welcome. Wait, is that you don't have the combination? No, it's not a combo lock. It's you can see it's an old timey lock with a key. Oh, and who has that key? Uh, it came with the luggage, Samsonite. So I, I'd have to assume since I lost it, there is no key like it. So there's fifty thousand dollars that I can't access. Foot. I've thrown it off cl- cliffs. I ran it over with my car. It only seemed to close it more tightly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you can have it if you can, one, get it off my foot. That would be a big relief. Well, I mean, obviously, I could just use like a, a hacksaw, right? I, I didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, Mac Apple no Apple Far has taught you well we did the comedy improvs what were we saying though oh TM here's the thing gratitude meditation by the way people's eyes glaze over when you say meditation yeah. I think it's the wrong word it just means presence it just means taking a moment to be in the moment. That's all I mean. When you say, do you want to meditate? No one wants to. But if you say, <laughs> like, here's something that I find that puts you in the Can you, you feel like you're, you could meditate if you were on stage doing stand-up? I, could, I think you could be meditative, but it certainly is meditative. But I don't think it's that's – that's more like a group – that's more like a tribal meditation. Uh-huh. I think it has very similar effects. Because you know what, how I meditate? Tell me. I go to sleep. And then I wake up. And that's then I'm alive. Well, you see, the, your brain waves, if you want to talk about TM, they say oh, yeah. that they've studied people that are sleeping, and they study people like monks that are meditating. And it's even a lower level, it's yeah. even, or higher level, whatever it's it is. It's way deeper. Your, your sleep might not, my, my, uh, might not even be restful. You know what I mean? I'm assuming it is, because you, you say that look you love it. Look at me. Do I, I look like I get rest? Hey, I get a lot of rest. I get a lot of rest. We get a lot of rest. <laughs> I sleep like a baby. I also sleep I don't mean like you get that joke. A, yeah, yeah. Every couple of hours. <laughs> 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 no, but I do. I... But there are ways to get deeper, for sure. I know them. I know, but... You know them. I know them. I know them. But can I just... You can focus on something like an element. You can just be grateful. You mean like... To water. You could literally be like, thank you to water. What about iron? 
iron, whatever you want. Any element. Uranium. Uranium, we're saying, could help with the global warming pro- right. problem. Plutonium. Plutonium. But you could, or you could just think about one person that you're grateful for, or one mm-hmm. thing that you're grateful for, and that can get you into it. When you're thinking about one thing, whether right. it's a mantra, a thing that you're grateful for, or lots of things you're grateful for, right. that's meditation. That's all it is. If, if yeah. I'm not even mm-hmm. going to add an addendum. That's what it is. I like it. So that's a Tony Robbins thing. Did you do T. Robbins? I read a couple. I read a couple of his books. I recommend the audio program. Good times. Right. You got to go to the. Uh, I did. I tried. I couldn't. I couldn't get there. And he literally said it in the first CD. Like some of you won't get to CD number ten. I'm like, I'm right. not going to be that cut to. Yeah. Three. I'm like, didn't make it. Yeah. It was just I found it too repetitive, and I felt hmm. I. I don't want to take anything away from him. He's and, doing fine. <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. But what what I learned from my earlier self help books have been more helpful than tell that. me tell me some of the things you learned. I'd love to learn something new. Well, the first there was two books I read. One is going to sound horrible when I tell you the title of it. Hit it. So don't please don't judge it too harshly. I just told you you could pray to water. Okay. It's called <laughs> Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. I've heard of it. Yeah, Napoleon Hill. That was kind of the first one I read, like, oh, what? It was basically aimed towards salesmen in yep. the, like, 30s and 40s and stuff like that, trying to, like, get a positive attitude to bump up their sales. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, maybe I could apply this to the arts, which is where my thing is. So it was just about visualization and mm-hmm. firm handshake and being up to feeling good about yourself and all of that. Mm-hmm. Very helpful. Mine was not so much getting rich money-wise. I understand. Abundance. But the one that was really helpful for me was called Your Erroneous Zones hmm. by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I know Wayne Dyer. Okay. I've seen some of his stuff on PBS. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's my terrible. Da- my dad likes Wayne Dyer. Yeah, he's terrible now. Is he? I feel like he's really bad now. Yeah, I feel like he's a borderline fraud now. Oh, I, I don't want... Will you get sued for that? No. He okay. fell into his own erroneous zone. <laughs> It's just terrible. <laughs> but his first book was this thing called "You're Erroneous," and basically, I'm writing it down. This is the, I, I'll tell you what the main thing he taught me in that book that has been beyond helpful as a human being. Yes, you're responsible for your emotions. Hit it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I meant not hit it like yeah, not like oh. I got a temper because I'm Italian, and this is the way. You're. It's like no, you have a temper because you're choosing to react to mm. something bad, that guy cutting you off with temper. And it could be, oh, that's funny. Or that could be, oh, that guy's in a rush. Let me get out of his way. Or <laughs> it could, there's a million ways that you are responsible. You can't control what happens in the world. I can't control what you say or that face you're making right now. I can't control any of it. But I can control how I react to it. Mm. I mean, like, am I coming over a place like acceptance or like, what's going on here? Right. So, we're, that, we're so going- that is like... Key for mental stability, hmm. I feel, as an adult. That's great. I think that's great. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's a number of other things about, you know, if you're, he does that thing like, if you were going to die, what would you want to have accomplished? Or, you know, just yeah. thinking about like your path in life and like trying to please people or please your parents or be a person that you think other people want you to be. Like, right. there's a number of little ch- 
chapters in that. But that was the the main thing I got out of that. Well, people uh, goal setting too. I, any any self help book you read, people You're right, like, right. These are the same. Yeah, but it, but it's you know as much as I know that that's true, it still seems cheesy for me. Yet every time I do write down goals or whatever, which sometimes it's actually fun to do with a friend or something, it's really hu- hugely beneficial. Yeah, you and I could sit down and we would just together. Oh wait, I thought you said a friend. <laughs> See? One of my goals is to become friends. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Become friends with Wayne Fetterman. Because you like the sarcasm. But you don't even have to read them aloud or anything. It's yeah. just kind of like, let's do it together. Because what happens is at the beginning, and I'm just saying taking 10 minutes to write down your wildest goals. Right. People never do that. I, I have a certain prudence. Like, it would be hard for me to be like, I... You get embarrassed? Yeah, I get embarrassed. Yeah, of course. I got, that, I got that New England sort <laughs> right. of... Like, well, what a tonight I show. I want a Tesla, yeah, yeah, or yeah. I want my, yeah. your show, my yeah. own show. Yeah. It, there are things... Uh, it, it, so you have these, the, this calcium deposit in your dream brain. I would assume. That stops you. Coming from New England with the maple syrup. <laughs> well, Vermont. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, it's helpful to kind of, just as a, a thought experiment... To kind of like be like, where what what would I do? People, when you ask them what they dream about, well, I, this is another Tony Robbins thing. We'll be like, well, I want money, and he's like, no. What does the money mean? Of course, it means less stress or it means time with your family. So you have to say like, I want time with my family, right. and I want uh, like, what is the motivate? What is the real motivation for this? That's another thing they all ask is like, why? Why is yeah. this? Why am I doing this? And and people can really benefit, I think, from just basic introspection like that. That's can we say something? I believe today is Monday, right? Are we allowed to timestamp this? You can, yeah. Because it, today it was the Boston Marathon, the one-year anniversary. Is it really? Today. Wow. Just There was an expression, Boston strong. Do you feel yeah, that at remember. all? Is that just Boston, or is that like for Farmingham and uh, <laughs> Oh, is it Plymouth? just the city? I, I think the— uh... It's not Massachusetts strong. It's just— but like that's a great Cape question. Cod. Yeah, but they, there Cape are people. That, there's definitely people in Nantucket that are like Boston Trunk for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, we're the New England Patriots. You True, know what I mean? it's all of old, it. Yeah. It's all of it. I. It is interesting. Boston does have. Have you ever run a marathon? No. Would What's never the longest? Want to. I've run. Oh, I feel like that's a little negative. Really? I feel like you're like would never want to. I I don't think I'd want to. You'd never want to, like, experience running like that? What an interesting challenge. No, no, no. I'm not saying you have to do it. It was just an interesting thing. Like, I'm not into running or that's not my thing, but, like, I would never want to. Well, I think that might be my comedy training, to be honest, to to take a firm stance. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) My own medicine. Fuck that. That's my own medicine. Yeah, that was your own medicine right back here. Oh, my God. It tastes bitter. We did a monologue (laughs) about that, too, where it's it's sometimes just funnier. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you prefer chocolate over vanilla, say fuck vanilla. Yeah, yeah. It's just fun. I got it. It's just a fun time. But the truth is, is, like, you did uh, challenge me. I have some emotion there. My ex-wife was a big runner. So oh, I, I'm I knew like, there was something yeah, there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, people don't say, like, I would never want to for a reason. <laughs> I, should, I could have said, like, I don't think I could would have been a more reasonable. Right, I'm not athletic. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't I was, run. Yeah. I, I, oh, that's something I would never want to do. The ex-wife stuff might be back there for sure. But then also uh, I, I thought of my knees. I was just like, I don't want to ruin my knees. People are always saying it's bad for your knees. Right. I, I don't mean, know if that's true. Well, I mean, 15 minute film. 15 <laughs> on, minute the on other the way. The benefits of running and the Well, that's the thing is people are out there running. It's like you got to choose what you're what you're terrified of. Well, anyway, it's the 1 year anniversary of the bombing. Yep. And they're running today and I think it they, hmm. 
just I know you don't seem like you're into sports at all, are you? I again, one of the reasons I hate sports is because I associate it with, with your ex-wife. She was a no. hockey player. <laughs> She's always jogging to get ready for the preseason. No, I associate uh, sports with an inability to connect with my father, which I think what? Yeah, sure. Oh my god, you are messed up. <laughs> that is funny. I just like. Uh, I love my dad very dearly, but like he and my brother. Are you just saying that, or is that for real? No, I really do. I love my dad. Right. No, because I say sometimes I feel like people talk about their parents like, "Oh, I love them so much. I haven't called them in three years." Yeah, so sure. Like, so they don't in any way. And this is a thing with me and love. Like I feel love is like an action as opposed yeah. to just an emotion. Oh, love without. Uh, yeah. So it's like you, anyone works. can say I love. Anything, but it's like, oh, if you love that person, it's more what you do. Yeah. Well, I love my parents in the sense that I call them every Sunday <laughs> and I visit. You do? Yeah. Every Sunday. Yeah. Is that At a good? specific time? I was trying to make the case that I'm not that great. No, Some I feel like people so. see their parents twice a week. Yeah, but they don't live out here, do they? No. They live. But, but how, oh, you're supposed but to go. How, no, they live in the basement. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's funny. How could you do that to your mother? Move to California. Somebody could say that. You can make. Oh, that I got you. A lot of people have a hard time moving across. Oh, the parent stuff is so. I did it, no problem. Where do you? Where are your folks? Hailing. Well, it's a very long, complex story with my parents. Here's the thing: I was not even born Wayne Fetterman. That's my adopted name. Dick Whitman. <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> was it Louise? Tomlinson. It was Wayne Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Where did the name come from? Tomlinson. I gotta write down Louise Tomlinson. Tom. It's such a hard word to say. Why yeah. would I even yeah, be you picked a really bad one and a very fake sounding. Yeah. Me? My name is Wayne Tomlinson. You're under arrest. Yeah, come with us, sir. Yeah, you have the right to remain silent, <laughs> Mr. Tomlinson. But I am gonna, I am gonna. So you were adopted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a long, it's a long, complex story. I mean, I know it was, a, it was a, it was a colorful adoption, a difficult adoption. No, I was too young. I, I don't even remember. My dad died, and then your birth father died. My birth father died, and then Jack Fetterman adopted myself and my old brothers. Jackie Fed. Old Jackie Fed. Oh, so you were real little. Yes. Yeah. Where was your mom? She was your uh, birth mother. She's. I mean, she's still around. She's, oh. still, you know, she was ready trying to raise us. She had four kids. Yep. Our dad died. Yep. And uh, and then she dated. Mm-hmm. Like that's my earliest memory of my mom dating. <laughs> dating men. Did you sabotage them in comical ways? No, I was too young. I, was, yeah. I didn't even, for, to tell you the truth. <laughs> like Macaulay. Right, 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 right. So you want to date my mom. <laughs> right, right. I didn't even have any idea about any of, like, that was even a thing. And I didn't think it was abnormal in any way. I mm. thought that's what a family was. Like, mm-hmm. the mom, she goes out with different guys and yeah. things. And No family knows they're weird until you're, like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, uh, so, that's, so that's how I got adopted. So your mom didn't marry Jack Fetterman. Yeah, she did. Oh, she, she did. She did, and then he adopted the four kids. Oh, okay. I thought that's what made it weird is that he kind of like. Oh, I see. I don't know how you would do. How that. would he do? Like took the kids away from her. Well, I guess your mother could have been an unfit mother, and then right. he won them or something, or right. he didn't win them, but adopted them. But so he married your mother. Married my mom. Good and- guy, Jack. No. Bad guy. Yeah. Sorry, I called him Jackie Feds. And he's no good. <laughs> like in like an acute he's way. Bad. Yeah, I shouldn't. Have, oh, that jerk. So Jackie Feds was no good. He's still around, but uh, yeah, still, very tough. Not very great. tough. Very tough. Did he have? I don't this know. It's hard I'm for guessing. me to talk about. By the way, I understand. Just, okay, I'm here with you. Okay, and 
you, you won't need it. But if you say anything you don't want, okay, on the podcast, okay. you can always tell me after. Uh, so uh, this guy, did he have that thing where he like was resentful that you weren't his or something? Is that a know. dumb question? That is, I never thought about it. I, I didn't. Never... Is that a stereotype or something? I shouldn't have said that. Um, I don't no, want. There's that. so many things you shouldn't have said. <laughs> that was very appropriate. <laughs> I'm just trying to get like, why is it a stereotype in my mind of a stepfather, a stepfather, and doesn't like the wife's kids? Well, I don't. I just, he just was a tough guy. Oh, it's not even that. Yeah, I don't know if he did. It was necessary because they had two more kids. I have. Half brother and sister. So there's six. six. There were six, yeah. And so, and I was the youngest of the first four, which usually the youngest tend to end up being comedians. Yeah, I'm yeah. the youngest. You did the same thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, older brother and sister? Oh, one older brother, yeah. Just one older oh, brother. Oh, no sister. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just me and my bro. So, uh, <laughs> so strict, he was a strict guy? Strict, the thing, the belt, the whole thing. Oh, so he was disciplined guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would uh, you guys act out a lot all No. No, it was just a very... Kind of like Steve Martin? Steve, did you read Steve Martin's book? Yeah. Steve Martin's uh, oh, yeah, father... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do remember ...used to that. lash out in ways that seemed unprovoked. Yes. That's, I that's said that's exactly what that was. Really? Yeah. So a feeling... I think I have a hunch looking back from an adult point of view. It was just like, oh, suddenly I'm taking care of six kids. Like, right. providing for, you know, I'm... Whatever he was, so he's nine years old. I assume he was just under a lot of stress. Oh wow, twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so kind of well, that's, that would be my assumption. That's very generous of you. That's very empathetic of you. Right, right, Congrats, right. That not. would be my thing. But let me just say, it got so bad that I had siblings that when they turned eighteen, switched their name back to their original name. They were so and cut off all contact with them. Really, it was it was in, as intense as you can imagine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So your older siblings, some of them won't have no, have no contact with either one of my parents. Wow. And um, because I'm like you, and not in a lot of ways, not in the crazy, eh. um, <laughs> but in the like wanting to be liked and wanting people to have a good time. You know. Well, that that's can... where I got it. I was trying to salve my parents. Oh, who interesting. Fought constantly. Oh, they did. Yeah. They, would you say bicker or fought? They fought. Yeah. Like dinner was over when the fight reached seven. Oh, my God. And then you went upstairs and, and you know, waited it out. Yeah. The exact same thing. Like, it was very... But that's where you get a personality like ours. Is that where you... I feel... think it's one of it's the places... It's just so simple. You, I, There's may... nothing complex about me. <laughs> I just mean <laughs> when just you're like trying to be... A plus plus uh, B minus. And that's why you and me <laughs> equal the same yeah, amount. Yeah, the same we're, guy. Yeah, we're looking for love on stage. <laughs> But you you find that way to diffuse tension yes. by being a people pleaser. Yeah. One of the reasons I will agree, I think, with things is because I found that the path of least resistance was good, would stop argument. And being funny would stop argument. Of course, arguing. of course, of course. It was like... Um, yeah, I would do anything not to trigger it. Like, right. that would be the nightmare, to accidentally trigger something. Yeah. I, I completely know what you're talking you about. You do. So That's so I would be – my brother went the silent approach. Right, to shut down. He would shut down. Uh-huh. And I went the, hello, Mahane, hello, <laughs> my baby. Which, you know, my parents fought. They never – my dad never yelled at us or he anything. Didn't. It, it never turned on us. Uh-huh. And, in fact, they only yelled. Right. But my therapist actually – we work on it being like, look, that is your trauma. There's right. always the people had it worse card. Of course. It sounds like you had it worse. There's always someone who has it worse. That doesn't no mean your, your trauma. The alcoholic fought. He wasn't yeah. that thing. Yeah. Not the cliche, uh, but that sort of idea 
that uh, your trauma is your trauma. And it, just the way that you don't live in other people's families, that was my thing. Uh. And that's where I got my hypersensitivity mm-hmm. to reading emotions. Yeah. So how's my mother doing? How's my father doing? Where's this going? And how can I sh- change the course of the evening? To keep it, yeah. And that's how I became a comedian. That's what I do. I get on stage. I see how the audience is. And then I try and take them away from a fight. That's interesting. Right? No, that sounds exactly right. That sounds do like you feel similar? No, I mean, I don't feel like I'm on stage trying to avert a fight. <laughs> Not literally. I think that's where I learned the skill. I think it was just more. I liked the... I hate to say I liked the attention. I liked... Being in control of something. Yeah, being in control. Yeah, I think that. But we both grew up way out of control. Two Greek gods, right? But then, but by high school, like at the same time I was getting into self-help, I was like starting to do school plays and I was getting other kind of affirmations like, oh, and teachers were like, you're hilarious. You should do that. Or Do you think some of that has to do with, I wonder, have you been married? No. Uh, I have. (laughs) I wonder... Louise Tomlinson. Yeah. Uh, The idea that um, you want to do better. You see what can happen if you don't. Like the idea that like new agey parents that don't argue are like buddies with their kids and Uh teach them folk guitar and encourage them to share their emotions and stuff. And I don't even mean that in a bad way. I mean, there's a good way to do that. That's very appealing to me. And I think that is our job is to take the ball our parents gave us and and hopefully improve upon it. Of course. Right? Rational optimist. It's getting better. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you are the next generation. Your ideas are fucking and now you're becoming. Do do you think the self-help came from like a I don't want to do it the way I've seen it done when it comes to families and relationships? I don't know. I think I just lucked into it. I think it was just kind of like, you know, just kind of floundering around. And then I saw that book and then there was a self-help section in the bookstore yeah predisposed and you know what a bookstore is you're you remember those you know i love bookstores to this day yeah <laughs> how about record stores good bad remember those you know i live in los Feliz. there's only bookstores <laughs> and record stores that's all we got it's nice over there then and little doms and little doms it's an italian restaurant right yes it is and it's just for short people <laughs> short mafia bosses <laughs> oh now you're gonna get not a fat, oh, not a fat one what, what is it a hit yeah you're gonna hit, get a hit, get a a hit. hit on you get a hit what about uh uh love and all that sort of stuff you don't you're like unrelenting you're unrelenting <laughs> how much how much can i give you those what? are the three topics comedy sex and god we're just they going are? out of order oh i didn't know that i didn't know i um, have to imagine you are how old 55. 55. So you must get that a lot. I actually, when I was asking you, are you married or have right. you been married? I was actually asking because I wanted you to want to tell you the, to me. You want it was to more about story. me. Yeah. Less about, because I have to imagine a guy at your age, talented guy. Right. Good looking fella. Keep going. Means. I mean, you're working. You mean a mean. <laughs> you're mean. <laughs> mean, yes. I just mean like, <laughs> you're not some deadbeat weird jerk face. Not at all. You're like a working, clever, charming, guy funny guy. With a career. With a career. Yeah. And I, I just have to think that, uh, are you seeing somebody? Not right now. I have to think that that's not difficult for you, that you can see people. I can see people. I'm, I, again, grateful. What's number? What number was grateful? Two. Two. Curiosity was one. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been crazy spoiled with 
three like I've had I've been in love three times in my life. Boom. So That's great. Was it was it rational optimist? Did it keep getting better? No, no. That's funny. No, um they were all incredible in their own way. But I just I just have ridiculously high standards, way above what I Because of these three women. Yeah. They like, ruined you. They've ruined I've been ruined with great relationships. That's that's cool. I'm I'm super. If I never have another girlfriend in my life, I'm like I feel like I'm way ahead of the game. Did I climb a mountain to talk to you? That's a very enlightened position. Really, I love that. Oh, but that's the grateful position. You're not going. Well, as long as you're not judging my positions as the the height of a mountain. You keep calling me on my shit. It's great. (laughs) I feel very naked on this one. That's good. So, when was the first one? The first was her name is Cindy, and uh, we met. And I met the July fourth, nineteen eighty three, and we were together uh, four years, a little less than four years. Cindy, yeah. She, so, how old were you in nineteen eighty three? That was I don't know, like twenty five or something yeah, okay. like that. Yeah. Um, so that was the first one. We didn't live together, but you all know, the time, all the time. And she was an art director. Do you know what that is? No. It's in the ad agency. That's okay. very creative. She was from Chicago. She looked great. She's Sal on Mad Men. Yeah, she's a guy on Mad Men. But Sal, the gay guy. Oh, I don't I wish I knew the show you're talking about. You should watch this show. It's called Mad Men. When does it go on? When does it start? Uh, it premieres on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, four years. So she was a very creative person. So uh-huh. we were together, and then is that the kind of boyfriend you are like a lot of time, like available? I, I, I like you know, I like being in love. Like yeah, that's sure. a thing with me. And again, like I talked about, it, I don't think it was like, oh, I feel like I'm in love. Like I like doing it. Like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. We're creating this. Because yeah. to tell you the truth, I don't even know if love exists. But I know it's something I can create with another person. Yeah, Wayne, if they're in Wayne Dwyer. Yeah, you can control your emotion in that way and ride that boat. Well, I, I feel like that's not exactly what I was saying, but yeah, I feel like yeah, I don't know if love like because I've I've heard people say like I love you, that sounds like I hate you. Mm. Have you ever heard that? Of I mean, course. Like, maybe your parents. Or I've something. said that not not about my parents, but I've had girlfriends that I'm like I fucking hate you. But I'm like, I love you. There's just yeah. So I don't even. But one. But <laughs> so anyway, that that was one. She was great. I why did it end? Um, that I cheated on her. You did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, then the next one was. That's that, it. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> you still I do regret like it. You still regret that. Uh. Or was it a way out? Isn't cheating? Often? No, no. It was. I wasn't trying to get out of that. Um. No, I'm just like, I, I do have a, like, I don't drink as a rule. I know you were, earlier you asked me if I was sober. Like, yeah. I really only drink to get drunk. Yeah. Pragmatic. Do, right. Like, I like, yeah, it's a party. We're going to get drunk. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I never on stage with any alcohol on me. Yeah. Um, me neither. Really? Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. As, and then I don't do drugs. Yep. I don't gamble. Like, the, my only weakness is kind of like women. Like, I feel like. That's your vice. Well, because I like to be liked. And when someone comes on to me, it's like very intoxicating. Okay. So me. somebody came on to you. Oh, yeah. Did you know them well or was it like No, a thing? no, it was a thing. It was just yeah. stupid. 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 I, I mean, have you read Sex at Dawn? No. It's a great book. You should read it. It's, it's about human sexuality. Yeah. And one of the re- Sex at Dawn? Sex at Dawn. Okay. Christopher Dawkins, I believe it. Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins? 
Richard Dawkins, I thought, was the uh, atheist. Christopher Hitchens is the uh. other atheist. Is <laughs> Why do you keep bringing up atheists? Katie's going to tell us who the book is. <laughs> right. We're going to get him on the show. Christopher Ryan. Christopher Ryan. I was way off. Christopher Ryan. Anyway, the, one of the theses of the book is that, like, being in committed relationships and then straying sexually yeah. is something that's, like, hardwired in our DNA sort of thing. He, his point, uh, about, among mm-hmm. other beautiful points, is, like, too many marriages and too many relationships have fallen apart because of stuff that, like, could have possibly just been, you know, something that had nothing to do with the person. You know what I mean? It, but it, but I it, do. Re- this is what I regret. I regret hurting her in any way. But yeah. But in her defense, she met somebody else, married, great, got his kid in Yale. She's right. she's doing great. She's back in. The next one was Carolyn. It's troubling though that if we grew up, I'm not saying it's right, but if we grew up in a more sex positive world, a sex positive society, these terms you have, people that aren't sex kind positive. of like relationships mean you only have sex with me, even though we all understand that there is attraction to other things. That part of being in a relationship is you smell the bacon, but you don't eat it. You know what I mean? So you ate bacon, and I'm not saying that's great. I'm a guy. That's how my marriage ended. My wife cheated on me. So oh, I, she cheated on you. So I was in a don't, oh, interesting. I was in a don't eat bacon situation, and I wasn't eating bacon. And I'm a firm believer in not eating bacon unless if we did live in a society like if you grew up in a world where that was taught. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, look. We have these philosophies of relationships, but at the end of the day, we're very close to these bonobos, and all they do is fuck, and they use sex as a way to get close to each other and build community. Mm-hmm. And it's not this thing that the second your penis went in another vagina that you didn't love Cindy, you might be married to Cindy. And I think that's kind of bullshit. That society created that. That, that sort of, yeah, that's I, a cultural I, thing. I, I tend to differ with you on that. Please do. Like I said, too many people agree with my stuff. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I just feel like I, it had nothing to do with society. It has just to do with what me and Cindy wanted to do together, and it was... You mean everything you've seen in every movie or story? No, no, no. To? No, no, no. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah. I mean, we, but it's, it is... But I feel like... I, I don't know how to describe this. I feel like it's not... like it's. I feel like that's an easy out. Like... Oh, I'm self-conscious about my weight because there's pictures of pretty girls. I'm being, being, being a girl now. Yeah. In magazines. Society's doing this to me. Or they're forcing me to feel bad about that. there's nothing wrong with a cultural identity. That, that's a whole thing. When we look at tribes in the jungle and they're yeah. like, these people grow up believing this and this and this. But and I'm that's why I they feel, act this I know, way. but I feel like we're a little more evolved. It's like, take responsibility. Like, I'm all about... I disagree. I think you don't? that, that uh, if the pre- – I say this all the time. If the president was bisexual, do you know how many more bisexual people there would be? There's so many people in the closet because it's not culturally accepted. That's you're, why – You're talking are- about yourself now. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – What else could you be talking about? <laughs> we wanted to write a monologue called How Am I Not Gay? And it was all about all the things that are very associated with gay that I love, like right. having sex with men. <laughs> right. But, but, it, but I think Besides that, that. <laughs> while I'm with you that there is a bleeding heart sort of like society did it to me. You I, know mean, I, mean? I feel like it's a victim mentality that – And men- that's fine. But Did I say mentality? Mentality. But don't you what agree? What is mentality? What if, what if the president had a first lady and his first uh, boyfriend? Don't, don't you think you would be – you, Wayne, would be 3% more I likely? I think it's a borderline absurd uh, hypothetical. I love it. Thank you yeah. for calling me on my shit. Sorry. I was like, I don't know. I, I think I'm right, but I'm glad. I don't need you to So, wait. Right. So, in some alternate universe that doesn't exist, you're sure you're right? Yep. 
Well, that's, it's like the movie nice... Signs. <laughs> I go like coincidences do exist because I just made a movie where all these coincidences yeah, happened. I, I don't know how to I'm refute d- your thing that you're just so a, sure about something that doesn't exist. It's just a theory. I'm saying if you watch Mad Men and they're all smoking, I'm yeah. more likely to go out and buy a pack of cigarettes. I'm saying that if the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, right. was bisexual, I we would see more bisexual people. I understand oh, your hypotheses. What's wrong with uh, agreeing with my own hypotheses? Because I feel like there's so many real things that do happen in the world that we can talk about and discuss to go off into this netherland of <laughs> your imagination of something that doesn't exist. But I'm and an expert de- in there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the best part about it is you're convinced you're correct. Yeah, Wayne, you're convinced you're correct. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> this episode's been a long time coming. I didn't know it was you. But I, I've been trying to get Bill Nye on the show. I thought it was going to be him. <laughs> so, I, yes, I mean, yes, we could waste our time talking about your fantasy of a bisexual president and how that would affect society. Yeah. And you might be right. Probably right. But I would rather talk about the president Right, our real lives, as opposed to your I don't corner, think, corner of the. I don't think my my hypothesis aside. I don't think there's anything wrong with identifying yeah. the things you were raised in. There's no doubt, but I'm saying personal responsibility trumps that. I feel like it is a a big a big problem. And again, this is something I'd like to be just responsible for. Yeah, my I love behavior. it. That's all I can be responsible for. That's right. I can't be responsible for. Oh my God! That television show or Game of Thrones is showing kids breasts and dragon yeah. fucking. What I don't know what goes on. That yeah, show. yeah. Is that go? Does that happen on that show? I don't know. I think some topless <laughs> kids fuck some dragons. What there? What goes on with dragons? Uh, well, she gave birth to dragons. Okay, so there's did some... it show her vagina? No. But it shows. She was in a fire, and then she came out. She had fucking dragons. Okay. Is that a spoiler? I've only seen <laughs> half of the pilot. Oh yeah, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. The weird thing that is the same that's a same that's an episode of Cheers also. So it's weird. Everything gets recycled. Everything gets recycled. I love Cheers so much. It's so good. <laughs> well, I'm glad you took time out of our podcast just to I acknowledge just what you, you like. Know. Didn't you write on Cheers? <laughs> uh, a, we have so much to talk about, but are we wrapping up? What's happening? Here? The show ends when the show ends. Man. Oh my god! I play, I, you I, are so touchy feely, crazy. I just resent people that are like, my show's forty-five minutes. Fuck yourself, control. Why would that show. be so angry about? <laughs> what is this? A network? Do, am I going to get notes that I'm talking about uh, fucking Sunday school volunteers too much? This is our show. This is the Wayne Fetterman, Pete Holmes show. But I like the anger towards the other person who's like, I'd like to do a show that everyone would know how much time they would have to invest to listen to. Just, you would be angry at that. I am angry. He's, Where do you think that comes from? He's clinging to something. It, it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist. We're creating a No, home. no, I don't even mean that. I just meant he's clinging to the idea that you can control a show. life. That if I just have the perfect 10-minute podcast... That'll be great. Let go, man. I do like it. Anthony. Let go. You are very new agey. <laughs> you really oh. Well, uh, there's no doubt. There's a benefit to going more easy on yourself and just letting things be what they want to be. Right. Don't. No standards. So sit. <laughs> very funny. Very true. But you see what I am? I'm just this part of the sine wave, and the next generation is going to be so uptight and rigid. You know what I mean? There's going to be a response to this. Oh, I see. Yeah. So just enjoy me while okay, I'm here. Okay, can we just... I'm yeah, going to tangent, tangent you for one We're second. We're on love, though. I know. All right, we'll, we'll stick on... With, you can tangent. But just real... Your you buddy, want me to write it down? T.J. Miller. No, I'll remember, Cindy. Uh, 
T.J. Miller said that we're about to breed a generation of super comedians because they're exposed to so much comedy now. Mm. And that I don't know if you agree with it or not. It's just a hypothesis of his. I think. But it does fall in line with my rational optimist view of the world. I actually do agree with that. The conversations that, including this one that I've had on the podcast, especially the ones about comedy, I think are a resource that we didn't have. I used to go to the bookstore, bookstore, yeah. and read whatever book they had on stand-up comedy, and you could do that in a month, you know, what I mean? and then you were done. Right. And then the rest, you had because to do there it. was just one book, and it took you that long to read it. Pr- pretty yeah, much, yeah, yeah. you know, stand-up comedy, the book by Judy Carter was <laughs> a t- was a tough read. It did not go down smooth. And Jay Sankey's Zen and the Art of Santa. I don't even necessarily recommend either of those books, by the way. Uh, I think there's no substitute for stage time. But then also... There is no substitute. Op- absolutely. No substitute. But now there's so many podcasts where people are saying that. You know what I mean? That's now an idea out there. So people are... I think what's going to happen is what's always happened, which is just as Bob Hope didn't understand Richard Pryor. Right. We are going to be, sooner than later, undertowed by these new comedians that are going to be doing stuff that we don't understand. That we're like, it's the rule of threes, dumb shit. And they're over there with like a kazoo killing. Doing an eight. Doing doing the rule of eights. (laughs) New rule of eights. There's a new rule. Hacky rule of three. Exactly. And before you know it, (laughs) what I think is funny won't be considered funny anymore. So you believe that comedy is generational? It absolutely, I think so. I think there's some stuff that's, honesty is always good. Your soul is always good, but like some things are going to change. The way that when I, my dad is like, let's watch uh, a Mel, Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. Look, I get it, but it doesn't do it for me. Not like uh, what? The Hangover? Uh, I don't really. I, I, I mean, what does the it hangover, for you? What does what, it for you? It's a great question. A good comedy movie? I think that should be the name stuff. of your new podcast. What does it for you? Yeah. What does it for you? That should be your podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Just was, talk if to I was only comfortable in front of the mic, uh, let's go back to Cindy. Smooth let's go back yes, to Cindy. Uh, so uh, Cindy's the first woman I lived with. Yeah, I mean Carolyn is the next one. Yeah, Cindy, we break up. How long after Cindy? Maybe five years. Oh wow! Went on a couple terrible dates. Terrible. Yep. Made out with a few comedians. Mm. Decided not to date them. Mm-hmm. That's just pin that because we're going to go back to that. Sure. Then uh, met uh, Carolyn. The worst possible way to meet someone after a show, she'd just seen me on stage. Mm. Like, not even fair. Not even me. Yeah. Seeing a comedian doing well. Like, what do you mean? I feel like if you, I feel like it's not, you're not even, she knows me as a comedian on stage. She now knows you as that. Yeah. It's like, it's so unfair. It's so unbalanced. Yep. But she was super smart psychologist mm. going to grad school he just like great and i was not in, that into her and then eventually she, there's, there's just a lot to her she's a great person we lasted 10 years lived together 10 years lived together the whole thing yeah. and then it sort of just ran its course for me it was so just, that you yeah. know in a new agey way that was a marriage would be a marriage no doubt yeah, yeah, yeah. no i count it as a marriage yeah. i mean i count it as like we you, were together the whole, you were together we were together we for were a thing. long time yeah 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 and then the last Why one. Why did that end? That was just the natural rhythm. It was like we sort of became more roommates. roommates. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like I didn't want to like watch know. her fizzle out in front of you. I mean, that's a horrible way of saying it, but 
We're, no, but it, yes, I mean, that's, there is some truth to that. That's a horrible way of <laughs> So many things have happened in this, this podcast that haven't happened in the 203 leading up to it. I've, I've never been so challenged. I've never hit more rocks. <laughs> I've never been so lost. I've never been so found. <laughs> so that... That is a horrible way of saying that. Yeah. Let me think. Um, and you also, the same thing. I don't know. It's just, it was, there, there was many elements to it. Uh, but it, let's just say it ended without... Oh. And then... Pulling the plug on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, won't, <laughs> I like that you do realize that. That you know, I really admire that. <laughs> You're just like, oh, he wants to go past this. I don't want him to go past this. <laughs> I, in my experience, those are the good ones to go they into. Are? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but we don't have to. I, so well, it, I it like, was mutual. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, Is that right? No, it wasn't mutual. You you broke up with her? Basically, yeah. Yeah, it was very hard. and It's heartbreaking. Very difficult. We've been doing a lot of monologues about that. I haven't broken you know, up with somebody in a long time. But people are – we did a monologue. It hasn't come out yet, but it's about how – I was making the argument that it's easier being broken up with than breaking up because people are good at being sad, naturally good at being sad, but hard, be but hard at hurting people. Yeah, yeah. And nobody ever talks about that. But I, You just did. Ah, other than me. I'm creating yeah. the art I want to see. Yeah, well let, well, let me ask you a question because this goes into a bigger thing. Like, yeah. uh, because when I cheated on Cindy, I know it's Cindy and Carolyn, okay? Yeah. Uh, when I cheated on Cindy and then she broke up with me and then I was desperate to like, Winter back, couldn't do it, the whole thing, just pathetic, mm. depressed. Mm. Um, someone said, well, you know, it's the old, is it better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all? Like, mm-hmm. if you, all the pain you're feeling right now, if that could be wiped away by having no memory of her or anything that you had, would you do it? Yeah. And I was like, no. And they're like, well, you're lucky. You got to be in love. Stop, there you go. Com- stop complaining. Yep. And I was like, oh. You know who told me that? Larry Miller. Do you no know way. That? Larry yeah. Miller did the show. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I love that guy. He's so he great. was very helpful. It was like, oh, see, it's just the slightest little, yep. I'm turning my hand. I, I know I'm doing a thing, just the slightest little. Turn of the dial. Tar- a recalibration even, of the cog. I don't even, it's just a new new way of looking at the cube. Just like, oh, I'm looking at it this way, and then, oh, there's this that yeah. side. Oh, I yeah. see. I was hey. lucky that I got to be with her. Yep. I fucked up. Yep. And now I'm paying the price. And guess what? A good lesson learned. Right. Lesson learned. That's right. As opposed to, oh, poor me. That was the one that I was going to, she was the one. And right. I, yeah. Well, that's another Richard Rohr thing. Sorry what to keep quoting it? Richard Rohr. But yeah, it, who is this jerk? <laughs> it's a good book. It's called Falling Upwards, but he's talking about how people always associate being redeemed with God. Mm-hmm. And his point is the falling and the redemption ah. are, bo- are both God. So my divorce, your your heartbreak, mm-hmm. even though you were the, the person that ended it or whatever, yeah. is is both. You wow. get the experience and you, but you get the growth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Staying, hitting pause, being stagnant, not mm-hmm. moving, not evolving, not growing, isn't whatever you want to call it. Is there it. any other way of saying stopped like that. you know that some people would think that's a skill you think i'm wasting time yeah but the fact that i can come up with so many synonyms <laughs> some people would call that eloquence <laughs> i call it redundant but it's all right <laughs> I'm because now, that's what it is it's been two hours i'm now just getting your sense of humor. <laughs> uh, so keep going and Carolyn. then the last one i ended up uh dating and living with a comedian for one year do i know this person um 
well, I guess I can say Lizzie Cooperman. I think I know her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and because I felt so guilty about Carolyn, mm. that we had lived her 10 years and I didn't marry her and all of that, I was like, all right, we're going to live together for one year. If we don't fast track it to marriage, it's we're going yeah. to break up. And that's kind of what You made I, a contract. Kind of, we, yeah, we sort of made a contract that basically said, let's try this for a year. And if, like, we, I, either one of us don't want to marry the other person... Just let them go find someone who will. Because hmm. I felt so guilty about taking, I hate to use the word, taking Caroline off the market. I understand. Because you speak English. I got to. Right? Some people take it when I say I understand as like, I'm with you. Please keep going. You're loved. You're supported. Oh, okay. You take it very literally. <laughs> yeah, because I listen to the word you're saying. Yeah, but sometimes there's words underneath <laughs> the word. Okay, so if you want to use. I could have just gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From now on, I'll only, I'll only make No, now you're taking it to a weird extreme. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Can I give you a coda to the whole thing? Yeah, please. I'd love Again, that. I'm alone, still looking for, searching for Mrs. Fetterman. The uh, Carolyn ends up, after a year of being distraught, uh, going on uh, Match.com. Mm-hmm. Third date meets a doctor slash inventor. Hmm. And they're married now, and... Couldn't be more happy, and she travels the world and lives a very beautiful life. And I just saw her on Sunday. Like we're still close. That's great. Yeah, it was that's re- ideal. That's what I'm saying. I'm spoiled. Like that's yeah. how evolved yeah. she is. Like she yeah. is. She's like, oh yeah, that's my ex-boyfriend. He can come over for Easter Sunday. Uh, it's like that's how blessed I am. That's great. Yeah, that's good. That is a good little caveat. Yeah. So that's the way. That's the basic Wayne. Lo- I mean, there's other little stories, but are you, you turned on no more comedians? This is what Today. I heard you said. Are you turned on no more comedians? That's what I heard you said. Are you turned? Is that? Yep. Are you turned yeah. on more comedians? Oh, I see how you might misinterpret that. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Are, are you, you having a stroke? Are you, <laughs> are you turned, me a question. Are you turned on jalapeno peppers? Do you know? Oh, like I say turned off. Are you turned on no more comedians? <laughs> Seriously, you're a host. <laughs> you know they give me cards. <laughs> they, they, the cards say what to say. Are you turned on no more comedians? I don't know if that's what I said anymore. Okay. Is that what I said? I think I know what you're trying. You're trying to say. Are you I turned w- on the idea of, com- of, of, of comedian. dating comedians? I'm open to anything. Okay. I, as a rule, I don't want to date a comedian. But okay. if it's a phenomenal person in that great great area, who knows? If it's why, why would I cut? No, but as a rule, I don't want to date a comedian. Love Do it. you? Uh, no, not really. But you're trying to be bisexual now, right? Well, the president is oh. up here. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what you call your brain, the president. <laughs> no, in my fantasy. Oh, yeah, that's how I get it, up here. Because you were pointing to your head. Yeah, yeah. Again, I made the mistake of doing physical comedy on a podcast. Oh, Mr. Literal. Tell me, tell me this will be our last. Oh, I love it. I can feel it. a wrap-up. <laughs> it is a wrap-up. Am I wrong? No, it's a wrap-up. Look, it's 9 o'clock. Let's go. Let's, please wrap. Please wrap. Please wrap. I feel like I'm 9 so p.m. It's we good. both have nobody to go home to. I Let's know. wrap this up. I got to play Assassin's Creed Black Flag for one hour. Boom. It's a great game. It's a video game. I don't know it. Okay. Uh, what's the hardest time you've ever laughed? That's the, the, the final question. The hardest? Yeah. The or, most difficult time? <laughs> to laugh. You were talking about whenever I laughed the hardest. Yeah, the hardest you've ever laughed. And it doesn't have to be the hardest. You can tell me one of them. 
you know, every once in a while you get that laugh where you just, you're just quivering. Do you ever get that oh, laugh? Oh, sure, yeah. Where it's like you're not even, it's just beyond, like you're just, you can't. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. It can be when it might have been when I was watching Blazing Saddles. That's so funny. I almost said Blazing Saddles <laughs> as the Mel Brooks movie that doesn't do it. Partly. I should give it another try. I should give it another try. I really should. I was like 16. Um, that's serendipitous. That's weird. Um, that's a fine answer. It doesn't have to be a huge No, I don't. Story. I mean, but It can also be when you were a kid, oftentimes going I, into the childhood know, there help. There was one. I can't remember. I mean, I remember it happening at like a social event. Yeah. But I don't remember what was going on. Somebody butt farted? I doubt it, maybe. <laughs> I, um, I do remember once laughing very hard at Sam Kennison early on in his act. Mm. At just Live? How, yeah. Just how outrageous what was coming out of his mouth was. And it really, like, caught me on a very primal... Caught me on a primal level. Yeah. Like, like not like, oh, this is clever material. Like, my God, he's screaming. He's actually primal yeah. screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was part of his act. Yeah. And then talking about Jesus and just... He was... He really blew my mind. I remember laughing, like, really getting huge gut laughs mm. out of that guy. Mm. That's and, great. Yeah. Oh, as long as it's okay with you. You're so interesting, man. <laughs> I've always, I've, I've always thought my uh, you're being like affirming yeah, things yeah. was nice, and you're like, you have such well-defined boundaries <laughs> and such a wellspring of inner affirmation yeah. that not only do you not need mine, it's actually an affront to your well, intelligence. It's, well, it's like saying like, oh, well, as long as you think it's okay, I'm glad you thought that was that's good. That was a good answer, I guess. I. <laughs> It's interesting. That's what I would want if I were being interviewed, and that's why I do it. Oh. You know what we call that? Projecting. Sure. You know who likes it? Who? Every other guest <laughs> Every other person ever done this podcast. <laughs> every other human being. But I'm glad. I wouldn't want this episode to be like every other podcast. Like I said, I don't, mean to, I don't normally recap. It's been challenging and interesting and expanding, and I think you've called me on some of my bullshit, which I'm still exploring. Right. In, in a good way. More the way that I think rather than a specific belief, mm -hmm. which is more, more valuable than me. And anyway. you learned a lot about me, right? I feel like I, it really sure. revealed a lot. Well, yeah. This might be my most – this has got to be my most revealing podcast. Yeah, it, it's either down. this or Comedy Bang Bang where you did that bit where you were the guy with the boner. The guy with the boner? Yeah. That was the closer my second Tonight Show set. <laughs> I'm not. I love comedy bang bang. I'm just saying, if you're doing a character on comedy <laughs> right, bang bang, right. you're not going to talk about your three big loves. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, so thanks so much for doing it, man. The end of the show, the guest always says, "Keep it crispy." Uh, it means I can tell you what it means, but it just means what it's a good thing. Keep it crispy. So you want me to say you, those words? You say the catchphrase, not me. Okay. Is there? A, you count it down. How's this? You'd like me to? Ready? Yeah. Three. No, two. I'm not ready. <laughs> Wayne Fetterman is going to say, "KIC." Three, two, one. Keep it crispy. Can we do? Can it be three, two, one, and then you're doing it? Let's really do it again. Zero? Let's do it again. Let's re-rack it. Three. three. Hold on. So you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So three, yeah, two, yeah, one yeah, on yeah. zero. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Three, two, one. Keep it crispy. <laughs> I just want everyone at home to know we were doing a bit. That was absolutely a bit that you totally dealt close. You apple farred me. And you, I just don't want people to think I was actually critiquing. <laughs> that was a great keep it crispy. Wayne, thank you. Sincerely.
You're welcome. Am I allowed to say thank you? Am I allowed to say you're welcome? Am I allowed to say I thought it was great? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I feel it was great. Whatever that means to you, I don't care. I loved it. <laughs> All right, now let's... Now you're angry at me. Yeah. Because I wouldn't take any of your no. affirmations after I said something that you kind of agreed with. Well, obviously, I wanted to do this for a long time. Yeah, I'm glad we finally have um, As always in life, it's different than the way you picture it. Yeah. In your head. We didn't talk about late night at all. Ah, oh, thank God. Oh. Thank God, right? <laughs> thank God. <laughs> How many of those stories can I tell? I know. Well, I don't want to do that. I want to do this kind of podcast. I love it. I'm signing off. Thanks, man. Now leaving Nerdist.com.